was sexual about that? You, because you, I said pubes. No, no, that's what I mean by wizardry. Like that's inversion. That's saying everyone knew what I meant. Everyone, I, I easily could have said chest hair. Um, and, and they actually sexualize children and I don't at all. So, so, and so they, they feed these narratives where people can just jump on. It's like what James talks about the evacuated, where it's like, if you have any sense, you just can think through that. And then let's see, I've been kicked off Facebook, Instagram, but I'm back um, with a private account, Big Bear 3366911. Hopefully the numbers keep me safe from the cabal. And then I'm kicked off YouTube, I'm kicked off PayPal. I'm kicked off Patreon. Currently suing them though. And I think that's why they stopped kicking people off because we've been making it pretty expensive for them to do that. Uh, kicked off um, Podbean, all of it, but it doesn't even matter. It's like, it was an act of desperation because you know, it, it's just been a fun ride. It's like Hollywood kicked me out of comedy clubs and then now all the clubs are closed and I'm the only comedian working. Yeah, you, you mentioned the other day, I, I guess you saw the marquee or something, right? And headlining is a, a dead black man. That's basically... Yeah, George Floyd is the permanent headliner now. Right, right. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's the, the landscape is completely different now. It's it's so different that people like Benjamin and I are, are able to find to find sunlight. And uh, it's, it's profound because people like you are so... You're, the root is so hardy that it doesn't matter how many times they pave it over. It's just like, oh, no problem. I will just grow a larger subterranean biome that will overcome both sides of this road. It's really not a problem. This is actually a good thing for me. Right, it's crumbling upwards, man. It's like everything they took from me is why I, like everything good around me is from the resistance of it, where it's like, I, you know, I have a, fa a growing family and, and they're like kicking me off online banking. I'm like, all right, what is the silver everyone speaks of? And then it's like, oh, the food is bad. It's like, okay, they're gonna take food from me. I'm gonna grow my own. And then it's like, and then you look around and you're like living in paradise. All your friends are cool. You know, all the people that turned on me all, all suck now anyway. So I'm like <laughs> dead of like heroin, you know, from despair. And now I'm like, oh, my friends all genuinely like me. I'm surrounded by a, a family blooming plants. I'm on you know, unauthorized.tv, we made our own platform because I got getting kicked off everything. So now, you know, we have a stable platform that has like grow or die on it and all these awesome like homesteady stuff. And what? life is just really good, man. It's like when you play silly games, you get silly prizes. And if you want to appease to the beast, it's just going to take more from you, you know? Yep. Yeah, I keep or saying uh, the more they do, the more bears fall out of the sky in parachutes with like giant kegs of beer and ale and supplies and like <laughs> totally. free energy shit and all, and all kinds of well, things. Honestly, you're their worst nightmare because you had the foothold of the celebrity before this and then you came out in an honest way and were just very honest about your journey to, to discovering the truth that other people were able to walk beside you with and even if they didn't necessarily agree with you at the time or don't agree with you now, they got to see that you were truly trying to find the truth and just trying to give that to people. So then the the foothold turned into something genuine, a genuine root that uh, has just expanded. And, you, and that root, they don't they already realize there's a reason they've tried to cut the root so hard because a rooted tree does not blow over for nothing. Mm -hmm. it right. doesn't matter is, is the more 
friction, the more it grows. It's like soil, like the sand and soil is how the root grows. And so, you know, all the shame tactics they used on me didn't work because of what I said, I might be wrong, but I'm not lying. I have no shame about it. They're like, yeah, you used to be, you used to be pro-abortion. I'm like, yeah, I was though. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had a baby and I had never been a part of that world. And I was like, oh, this is extremely precious. Wow, that's crazy. I used to think that. And then people were like, so why doesn't the shame work? I'm like, because I thought it was true. At no point was I manipulating people. And so when I was in Hollywood, I'm like, this is great. <laughs> I'm like, man, we get to just make people laugh. And my first special was called High Five Till It Hurts. And if you go and watch it, it's still funny. It's not like at any point I was like trying to push an agenda or anything. I just, I just happened to fit theirs at the time. I no longer did. It just, you know, then, then they're like, oh, no. And for me, it was with kids. It was when they wanted to use kids in their agenda with the trans kids stuff. I was like, no, 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 no. And then everything started unfolding where I was like, no, no, I, I won't be a part of this. You know, my, my uh, piano teacher as a kid had a sex change, so I know all about that world. And I know how fake what they were presenting was and how, at like the Caitlyn Jenner stuff and all that, I was like, oh no, this is all fetishized, crazy talk. You know, I like my, my, the, my piano teacher had gender dysphoria. Like I know Lucinda became Larry, like I know Larry. You know, they couldn't, they couldn't trick me with this stuff where it's like, I'm like, yeah, dude, you don't become a dude. You're just kind of like trippy, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, you don't put this on a kid. And so yeah, there yeah. it was game over. It was like, okay, now, and then they realized they were like, oh man, so you actually were here because you, you wanted, you thought it was good. I'm like, yeah, now I'm going to leave. And they're like, yeah. oh man, we got to, we got to stop hiring tall people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I want to bring up something, guys, just for what it's worth. Th this thumbnail, you guys can't see this, but the thumbnail that I sh chose for the show is a, uh, a conglomeration of, of Odin and a giant. And it's, nice. it's interesting that Hollywood used that Odin and a giant combination and literally just pelted it with arrows and spears and called it the entire source of all the problems in the world. <laughs> Well, yeah. while they're diddling little kids and yes. it's something that Owen hit on yesterday, but, but I just think I'd, I'd like to maybe invite Benjamin to even emphasize that more with the whole Odin stuff, because it's, it's fucking profound how evil people think the word heathen is, how, how bad it is. It's it, Benjamin, you got anything on that? It, it, it's amazing. And I, in this, if you get it all into the Holocaust, uh, I'm not going to say hoax, but the twisting that <laughs> happened with that, you you start to understand that the heathen, the heathen, we were the opposite of Babylon. We were a tribal people that your entire cosmology is built around you being a strong, independent person who yeah. can take care of yourself. You know, this is like Owen and I were talking about at the very beginning of this, where we have our own animals and producing our own food, and we don't need the world. We we live in the world, so when we come and offer you something, you understand we're not needing. We're offering out of genuineness. Yeah. <clears throat> and they've twisted that into the most evil thing. You look, Othala, which is a letter in a, in a rune, one of the most basic symbols they is banned in countries is considered evil. Sewillo, um, 
all kinds of symbology and they try and make us and then on top of that just the original story that heathens the vite the vikings they just stumbled across england and started raping and pillaging now now somehow they at the same time they find viking artifacts in every country in the world because we were the and they acknowledge we were the greatest sailors which means that we were the greatest shipbuilders which means that we were the greatest astrologers we knew how to map make we knew how to read currents and we were obviously traders because people that are a small what people don't understand is a viking uh, ship typically only carried 30 or less men that was an entire army most of these four most of these parties were around 10 to 15 people you can't just go to other lands and start attacking people at random these people yeah. were trading yeah and also when someone's woman wants a so, another guy it's a lot easier just to say it was a rape Yes. <laughs> like, you have a chiseled dude, like, hello. And the women are like, I like that guy. And everyone's like, raping, raping. It's like, that seems a little consensual to me yeah. from a distance. Yeah. And the, then, even in today's world, look at in California, all these little cook men, <laughs> they're like, I walk up and I'm just like, and they're like, oh my God, a man. And he's, he's, he's rough and rapist. He, he's rough. He's looking. <laughs> No, I'm just a man. It's like us or the antithesis of rape. We're like, do you need? Uh, do you have a safe way home? Like, this girl's too drunk. Stay away. And all these guys are like, <laughs> I, I, let's support Hillary. Oh, I'm a feminist. Here, have more booze. It's those guys are the actual rapists. I realized something was going on when, you know, people have always called me Big Bear. I've accepted it. And then I look up and I realize that Ursa Major means Big Bear. And then I realize the Big Dipper is a turning swastika. And then I'm like, oh, symbols are being hidden around the world. And I'm starting, and it was like the great gravy ladle in the sky moment where I'm like, nice. You right? know, I'm like, Perfect. so what the hell? So the swastika clearly isn't, have, has nothing to do with Jews. And then I'm seeing this thing turning in the sky. And then I'm like, Ursa Major, the big bear turning in the sky. And I'm like, oh yeah, there's a lot of history that's been hidden. And fortunately my mother is out, she wrote a book about, um, I don't know if it's heathen, uh, heathen or whatever, paganism, earth-centered spirituality, you know, um, because her roots were Germanic and she, you know, you'd go to church on Sunday, but on Saturday you'd boil the herbs and do all, you know. And so that's why we always had this interesting family of like pagan type roots, but Christian etheric leaves. And it was like, you know, we never saw any of the farming practices as evil or they used to call my mom a witch and all this stuff because we'd acknowledge the solstices and equinoxes you know we didn't buy you know uh when i was baptized she said it was the entrance into christian community because she said i was born without sin stuff like that that would make people freak out in the christian community and i'm still considering myself christian but i'm like i can decide for myself like i'm starting you know i think uh goliath had a different story that's all i'm saying right <laughs> I, I that dick you know, I was talking about that recently, like King David. He they kill a man and then they, they they bite off part of his dick and I'm like, no one has an issue with that? That was giant genocide. <laughs> how dare you? No, how dare yeah, you? How dare me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, there, the Bible absolutely yeah. has been twisted. How absolutely. do you how do you think that he explained that when he got home? Like in in a fit of passion, he like reached down and, and bit the tip of the giant's dick off with his mouth, like while everyone's watching in plain day. And then he probably got home and was like, 
wow, that was probably a little bit over the top. I need to come up with an explanation. <laughs> and then he comes back the next day, and it's, the Lord said no one may be buried who is uncircumcised. <laughs> and as the owner and sovereign of his life by taking it, I did the godly thing and cut off the tip of his dick with my teeth. Can, can, can we hold up here for just one second? And yeah. I, I am actually unaware of this part of this story. And, <laughs> and you guys are killing me right now because... This has so many occult implications. Oh, good. It's Owen just taught me funny. this. Yeah. Tell everyone, Owen. Yeah, please please tell, tell everyone, Tell, the, tell okay. the story. So, so me and my son play David and Goliath. We have a children's uh, Bible form and stuff. And he's like, I'm David. You know, I'm, I'm covenant of God. I'm Goliath. And we play. And then I start looking more into it. And I'm like, <laughs> so what exactly did Goliath do besides just being huge? And then it was like, so... How did David get to use the sling? Was that banned? You know, is there like a false flag shooting that got the sling? Back? You know, my comedic, my comedic mind's twisting. What the the reality of the story is, after Goliath was killed, he like David goes over and he bites off the tip of his dick and cuts his head off. And I'm like, whoa, okay. I don't care what Goliath did. If you play with a dead man's dick, like we're not cool. And then, you know, there's no, and, and people can spin that all they want. And are, and I'm like, no, dude, I forget it. Like, just because, you know, everyone gets so frothed at the mouth when, when a giant gets killed, like Jack and the Bean, you know, Jack and the Beanstalk breaks in. Jack breaks into the giant's house and steals his goose. They kill the giant and everyone rejoices. I'm like, all right. So anyway, they, they, they bite off the tip of the giant's dick. And so then I'm like, I, I don't I don't consent to that story anymore, you know, and I know people are like, oh, the Old Testament is more. It's not there's no good or bad people. It's just like stories. And I'm like, so what do you learn from that? Like, how do I teach my kid that, like, you know, God will give you good aim and you can take down something big and then you bite his dick? Like, no, <laughs> no, that's not happening. Apologize, and if people want to, get I, mad, I don't want to win. Care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. If that's winning, man, I, 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 I can see, dude. You are the champion when it comes to who's gonna lean down and bite the tip off of a dead man's dick. Dude, the comedy is so funny, though. Like what you're saying, like the reality of it. You know, I used to do a bit. It must have been a big day for a pedophile when he actually buys the van. You know, <laughs> where it's like the reality of a monster. Like, what is their daily life like? So. You know, David's like, oh, and the whole crowd is like, we win. We beat the giant. David, what do you do? Oh, Jesus, what are you doing, dude? He's like, don't look at me when I do it. Argh. It's like, and then the next day at the fire, everybody's like, dude, what the fuck was that? And he's like, God told me to bite the dick. <laughs> no, no, no. Dude, I'm against circumcision. No, none of my, I'm not circumcised. None of my boys are circumcised. It's like, I, dude, I, I and I'm not going to act like I'm the crazy one because I'm not cutting dicks and biting dicks, you know? Yeah. You mean you don't have any kind of problems just pulling the skin back and washing a little bit? <laughs> that That's not like a huge issue for you? Dude, you're going to get skin cancer. And I know this because of all these five-foot Jews and Chinamen told me at the hospital. Yep. They're rubbing the, they're rubbing the hand cream in. That's this is this is all about rubbing okay. the hand cream. It's like sanitize okay. your hands. <laughs> so... Have you seen my my Tree of Life talks? Oh, I'm glad you're bringing this up, Benjamin. This is great. 
I haven't. I, just, I recently watched your uh, uh, Sun and Moon stuff about the Feminine and the Masculine. I, I, I resonated a lot to that, but I, I didn't see the Tree Life one, no. Well, I'm getting ready to do a whole new video on that. Uh, that's on some of my other interviews, and then I talked about it with James once. But if you look at the Kabbalah Tree of Life, which the Tree of Life is just your energy centers, right? And if you look at the Kabbalah Tree of Life, very specifically, they have cut the root off, they have cut the Godhead off, and then they the root. And when you're telling me this story about a giant and that what they did to him was cut his root down and then cut his godhead off, all I'm hearing is an occult story about how they took us down. Right, right, right. Yeah, well, the fact it's celebrated to me is insane. Like, and it's one thing if they got the story wrong. Like, some of my multiple like, oh no, it's wrong in the Torah. They grabbed it. Uh, David never did that, and all that. And it, that's one argument. But if you back that up, like, if you're like, oh no, you got to get that dead dick. I'm like, we're not cool, you know. And they're trying to shame me. Like, I'm the one that, oh no, it's uh, David was chosen. I'm like, a dead man's dick is off limits. You know, it's one thing if you go over, you're like, is he dead? Oh, let's give him a burial. He's a great warrior. Wait, but to make sure like, he's dead, we have to bite the end of his dick off. Maybe that was so how this weird. all started. <laughs> I know. And then David bangs bangs one of his best uh, soldiers' wives to cover it up. He kills the soldier and kills the woman. And people are like, God chooses odd people. I'm like, dude, where's the, like, so, so Hillary Clinton, God chooses Hillary Clinton. Oh, no, not her. I'm like, dude, <laughs> dude, this is all very weird, man. And some heathen dudes like you, like you seem to have more morality than dick biting. You know, when I'm looking at a Jewish moil taking a baby and saying, don't look at me in the eye while I do it. And then he hand rubs and he bites the dick and then it squirts. And I'm like, dude, this Ugh. is like, like, for example, pagan heathen stuff. Like my line would be any type of sacrifice. Like if someone's like, like what James talks about, where it's like, the lamb trusts me. We got to slide his throat. I'm like, you're fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the yeah. same with dick biting. I'm like, no, no, no. Like you're not like to sacrifice an innocent lamb to me is fucking weird. And so I think that's where a lot of the earth centered spirituality people get a bad name is there probably are some offshoots that are like every, you know, spring we have to kill a baby or some shit to make everything grow. And that's fucked up. But for me, most people I know that do that have nothing to do with that. They're more about like tea and shit, you know? So so most of the sacrifice that all sacrifice, first we have to understand that every time an archaeologist runs across a pit, he goes, oh, this is a sacrifice pit. Right. Well, right. well if we look at, now let's, let's break down life. Heathen villages were, you know, say, let's say 50 people. They did not have refrigeration of any kind. So what they did was once a week, they would gather as a, as a village and have a feast and somebody would bring the, the cow, somebody would bring corn, somebody would bring yeah. this and that. And the sacrifice pit is the garbage pit because after <laughs> you get done, you're not going to go throwing all the remains all over the place. Dude, it's you know? projection, dude. It's like they see a pit and they're like, everyone whacked off in this. Right. Like, what? You know, they're they're literally taking their worldview and just putting it on everybody else. Where they're like, oh, the the pyramids. They they made the slaves build it for fifty years as just a tombstone because they fucking love themselves so much. It's like, or you know, 
And you see this in history over and over and over where it's like, I used to think everybody had this long lie, like this big plan. I'm like, oh no, this is how you see the world. Like, like these people really see the world. It's like their aperture, what James says. It's like, if you see a guy like me move out to the country with his family, it's to pursue bigotry. Where it's right. like, you know, I'm just, I got to pursue my bigotry and my hatred and I couldn't do it in the city. So I had to move out to really dial up my hate. Yeah. Well, that lets me know exactly how they see the world. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> for, for me, the, I wanted to eat food that didn't have poison in it, and I didn't want my wife to be assaulted. Yeah, because the exactly. cities are so the cities are so clean, and 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 th- that's the source of virginity is is our, the good life's in the city, right? But if you go out the heathen, if you go out to the woods and plant a farm and a garden and shit, that's when you start getting into the into now the you're evil dirty. Stuff. You're yeah. a dirty man. It's interesting. With smack on your dick. You got to clean your dick with mutilation. If, if you look at the very first, uh, like, like public <laughs> slaughters, like public uh, slaughters of bulls and whatnot, you're actually finding that a lot of those people were, were really rich and they would slaughter the bulls in public. And then that meat was donated. It, that, the sacrificial meat was actually donated to poor people. And so it, it turned out to become a government without really meaning to be because you have hundreds of people that are like, oh, dude, let's just like seagulls, right? If you drop a hot dog every day at noon, you know, <laughs> a certain spot, yeah. you're going to have a seagull problem after a while. It's the same thing. Yeah. So it started out that way. So sacrifice was truly like, it was like, well, we don't want to just burn this shit or pretend like God comes down and eats it at night, you know, when we find it like there's a bear that's taking it. Instead, we're just <laughs> yeah. going to give it to the people, but we don't get to know who they are. We don't get to see who they are. It becomes a, a it, it's their best attempt at, at making a sacrifice while still giving, while still giving something back. And then it's just, it's gotten so twisted now. It's, it's, it's insane. Now, if anyone's caught digging in a dumpster behind a grocery store where they throw out, you know, good produce, that's when it's like, oh, fucking heathen, get him, get him. You know, so it's right. a whole other world now. Completely different and, world. And, 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 the, and it's being revealed at a very rapid pace. Thanks to you guys holding strong and weird day walkers like me. <laughs> it's like... Where it's like, it's so obvious. Where it's like, oh, these heathens are doing all these sacrifices. I'm like, what happened to your firstborn? It's like, oh, abortion. Right. I'm like, yeah? You, you don't see it yet? Yeah. You know, like, uh, I, I did that bit, like, in 2017, where it was like, would you kill baby Hitler if you could have a time machine? I don't know if I could kill a baby, but it's Hitler. I'm like, you could do it. And it's like, what do you mean? It's like, you've had three abortions. I'm pretty sure you could kill another one. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, no. Fuck you. And I'm like, dude, this old bitch is burning. Like, Babel, Tower of Babel falls. Like, every brick they're putting up to their sick, you know, um, uh, Baal or whatever, their sick, you know, gifts of Baal. It's like, it takes so much more energy for every brick. And now we're just seeing people like, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, tap out. Because it doesn't affect dudes like us like they think. Like, all these people that are so terrified, they're like, they're going to come for you. I'm like, no, no, no. It's going to shrink until it's almost like a LARPy convention at a fucking Holiday Inn where everyone's naked, covered with their own piss and shit, going, I'm the bad one. I'm the bad one. And meanwhile, people just keep getting set free. It's like this wheat chaff, you know? And it's like the guys not biting off the baby dicks may have some knowledge that other people don't have, you know? (laughs) Yep. It's it's, it's just like the classic that everybody thinks that the big tough guy is the one that's going to fight. He's the last guy that's going to fight because he's not scared. Right. Exactly. It's it's some weak little wimpy guys. It's just like dogs. My pit bull, 
this big ass dude right here is not scared of anything. Does he look scared? Now the little chihuahua that's freaking out Mm -hmm. and and yipping away, that dude's gonna bite you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's so it's it's like dudes who have their own life and their own family and their own interests and their own food, they're of no they're no threat to these people. These people are threats to themselves. It's their own sickness, you know. It's their own evacuation. That's why Go ahead. That's why that's why we keep going after the giants. <clears throat> that's why we literally go out and kill all the giants because it's just like I can't handle that dude. <laughs> that dude's crushing too much. I don't right. like the way my 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 daughter looks at him. I don't like the way my you know, it's just a, it's 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 a grabble to be grabbled. It keeps getting worse. That's I tell you man, there's a a film, not a lot of people know this film, but it's called The Last American Virgin. It was one of John Hughes's first films. And it was basically about this guy that fell in love with the girl. So to show his love, he helped her get an abortion. And then, of course, so she gets an abortion and then she dumps him to go back to the first guy that gave him an abortion. And it's like, that's that's what they're priming you for. It's like, no, the the good knight helps the woman commit murder by, by you know, it's a totally fucking evil thing. Yeah. And, evil. We, and we keep buying into it. And, and I think giants were more immune to that. They were more, they were just like, you guys are already fucked. I mean, I'm watching you, how you behave. You're biting each other's dicks off. And the next thing you know, all the giants are dead. And we're like hiding them from Smithsonian. All this stuff. It's fucking insane. How, How do you much? think they got the giants? Like, I'm watching it. Was it just giant naivety? Like, oh, this little grabber doesn't want to hurt me at all. Welcome. Or how did they get the giants? Because I don't really see any weapons against dudes like us unless we do it to ourselves. It seems like the vector is our own fears, our own addictions, our own depression it doesn't seem like they you know these are magicians not warriors you know so it's like how do they get the giants I, let, let me answer so, that because I, i'm telling you it's the bronze statue i'll, I'll let you in on here too benjamin but it's the same thing as the bronze statue people are looking for whatever's tall whatever has pride whatever has ego anything that's strong is the enemy and so systematically giants aren't, aren't susceptible to zeitgeist people are people need zeitgeist they need a, a a group think that's running all their that's why it's okay to do evil shit so they're naturally whenever things go bad they're going to look for a scapegoat it could be anything but them it's this is the race to the bottom they're going to naturally look to who's the tallest who's the strongest who's the one that's most independent that's our problem we have to get rid of him and the next thing you know, a thousand years, two thousand years later, everybody's super short, having to get their wisdom teeth pulled out, and watching the last American version talking about how important it is to cut the end of your dick off. I mean, it's just all systemic. It's built into the system. This race to the bottom that we have. Yeah, totally. It's a that, despite like you were just talking about earlier, heathens being called racist, actually, as an actual heathen we're required to to be hosts if somebody shows up on my doorstep it doesn't matter it doesn't state that he if some white man shows up it just says if a man shows up on my doorstep i am required to give him the first place by the fire not not just any place oh we lose ben did we lose you ben i think we did he'll We'll see if he calls. Yeah, there you, there, there you are. Great. Oh, I can see Owen now. Oh, yeah. Good. So not only did he get the first place by the fire, but 
the very first place by the fire, he uh, also got a cup of mead and he got food because this man, he might've been out. We live out, like I live out in the mountains. If some dude shows up on my door, he's probably been, fuck. He's probably been uh, out in the elements. He's cold. You need to take care of him. This is taking care of another person. And yeah. then as a heathen, we don't, like I spoke about earlier, a heathen army was 30 men. That was an army. That's not the Roman armies. That's not any of these other armies we're talking about. This was 30 dudes. Only one time in known history did the heathens come together, and that was the great heathen uprising after the Romans had pillaged and burnt so many of our holy sites like Ermansul and built churches on top of it. We finally, as an entire people, said, you know what? We're done. We're all, all the giants are getting together, and we're going to smash all your stuff. Are you talking and about the Gauls? Did. Are you talking about the Gauls? Or yeah, is this what, the, great, the heathen uprising that happened after uh, 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 when, and they call it the Great Northern Invasion. But we had already been there for years. What actually happened was our holy sites had been getting burnt by the Roman soldiers. So, and and thirdly, Mossad's Mossad's motto is make war through deception. Mm. They do not attack head on. They make sure that they use subterfuge. And somehow turn you into the bad guy, turn you into the evil guy. Like Owen was just talking about, somehow now I'm not the bad, I'm the bad guy because I won't bite a baby's dick. How the hell did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some serious gymnastics to get there, but it, it happens. You, you know, I, I just want to bring up that it's interesting that in like colonial America, not just in America, but as we advanced as a, as a culture, it used to be that if you were out wandering and you saw a house... That house was more like a shelter, like an Appalachian Trail shelter, like this this shelter that's there. It's a common place where people would gather, and you had this natural law system to it, you know, where basically whoever showed up, you know, the laws are going to be based on who's there roughly, but everyone sort of has this idea of what's fair and what's not fair. It's it's yeah. it's such a we've gotten so far away from that in so many different ways. It's it's hard to even imagine what that was like on a day to day basis, like like what people were like back then too. Yeah, and and, and land ownership wasn't because you bit and purchased land. Land ownership was because you worked that yeah. land. That's what homestead law was. If Owen, whatever land he has where his alpacas and his goats are roaming and his garden is, that's naturally his land. Don't go don't go on that guy's stuff. That was just a natural thing. It wasn't because I purchased money so I can somehow own a hundred thousand acres that you know, and all these other people can have nothing. Yeah, you know, that that was that's motivating. It's, it's what's motivating them. It's all about giant dick envy. I swear to God. It's like, I want, because there's there's unlimited land. There's so much land. And they're like, I just don't want anyone else on it. And everyone's like, dude, 90% of America is like, there's land everywhere. And cities, not so much, but, and people are just like, mine. It's like, you're not even using it. It's like, eh, eh. I did, do you guys think that it's being revealed now? Or do you think they're going to try and do another uh, offensive against the Giants? I think that we're coming to the time in the cycle where the Titan power, the giants are, we're getting access to that power again. And I think that they are doing everything that they can to stop it, which is why they're flooding the 
flooding us with aluminum. And because aluminum literally shuts down your accessibility to your cell salts and stops you from getting reaching your Titan power. I think that they are doing everything they can to stop us. Do you think uh, they're lying about height? Like, you know, they used to say that everyone was shorter. They'll show like the Civil War uniforms. Everyone's little. Was it the opposite? Like, was everyone used to be bigger? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And and. I, in my opinion, all the people outside of Adam and Eve and their people were bigger. We, they were all giants. And those were the non-humans. If you start reading the, their Bible correctly, they're very honest about it. They said Adam and Eve were the first humans. They didn't say there were other people. As a matter of fact, Cain went out and married somebody. Mm-hmm. So that person had parents and a whole civilization. Right. They are saying that those people are not humans. We're not people. We're not God's chosen people. We're the people that, in the story, we are the enemy. We are the giants that they had to attack. And if you look, he hit the giant in the Godhead with a rock, knocked him out, cut his root, and then cut off his Godhead. James, can you pull up the Kabbalah tree? Fuck, man. So you're basically you're saying Goliath is is Odin? Is that what you're saying, Ben? Uh, it's exactly. That's all of us having been. A, that's all of us at our Odin power, and they cut that off. You can even look. the The root isn't cut off like that. It's cut on like somebody bit the tip of it off. I don't know. <laughs> is that? Do you think that does something to somebody spiritually when you get the tip of their dick? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. That's that's your ex- for accessible route. That is your most accessible route, energy center, and you have now disrupted it. You know that's just like if I had like a, a quartz crystal that was powering my machine, and I went and snapped that thing with a hammer and knocked the tip off of it. You wouldn't expect that to work the same anymore. And and we are literally our our salts are crystals. That is just a salt crystal. And that's the way we're built and formed. And if you go and disrupt that, you are literally disrupting that particular energy center, taking away our root power, because that's what they're afraid of. They don't care. And if you look at the people that they're creating, they're manufacturing things like autism that they are that they are creating. An autistic person has no root. They don't care about family. They don't care about emotions. They don't care about home. If you give them whatever it is that they're thinking about, their etheric mind, man, they'll go off on that forever until they die. They don't even care if they ate. It, it, this is the people they're creating. Wasn't there a, uh, a myth, mythological story of uh, truth has no, or uh, the lie has no feet, where it's like the, yep. the yeah. Because I see that in people now. I'm seeing it more and more where if you cut off someone's feet, they just float. They just are like, They'll go anywhere they're told, mm-hmm. and we're seeing. And it's like I, I'm I'm gonna speak and feel and think the truth, no matter at all costs at this point, because the uh, the alternative is insanity. Like these people, I'm full of viruses. I don't care about dogma. I don't care about politics. I don't care about race. I care like what the fuck is going on with these people? Because they can't, you can't survive covering your face with plastic. It's like. 
You know, and and the enemy is 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 there's no warriors. I don't see people kicking in doors. I see people getting a human being to take a needle alone, putting it in their arm and just like dying. You know, it's like in the porn, you know, taking all their power, all their sexuality, all their they're just sucking it out and there's no people doing it. It's all energy. And so that's why it's like have a root, like be barefoot in your land. You know, I keep thinking about going to Idaho and stuff. I'm in Washington state, but it's like I'm starting to get tapped into here and I don't want to leave. And I think that's, I don't want to be without feet anymore. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, I don't, I hate the laws in Washington. It's run by a psychopath, but it's like, I, you know, I, I feel this place now and it's like, well, whatever comes, comes, you know, well, come down here and visit, come check it out. Owen. What state are you I, in? I'm just in Northern Cali, brother. I'm oh, sweet, like, sweet. You give me hope, dude. You give me hope that you can be in California and still be that crushing. Yeah, well, well, a, well state of mind. Northern Cali, though. Like, I'm out in the mountains, not anywhere near the cities. Yeah, yeah, I'm away, I'm away too. Like, everyone around me homesteads. It's just like, you, it, it's state of mind, not state of man, you know, where it's like, you still get worried where it's like the 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 centers of laws seem to permeate out, but they don't really matter in the end of the day. It, it, if you have truth, like they can't even see you. It's almost like out of Star Wars. Like we are not the drones you're looking for, you know? <laughs> exactly. That's and that's the whole thing is is you've got to want to play in their game. As soon as you truly are are exempt from it and exempt yourself. It's amazing how little power they have anymore. You're like, exactly. oh, no, get off my land. That's, just leave, go away. Right. <laughs> it, it's amazing. Yeah, and, like, and you talked about the Holocaust, like all the spells of guilt and stuff. The minute you laugh, the best medicine is laughter. I'm like, no, Holocaust was tragic. Nine gay guys died in a rollerblading accident. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can't not laugh. And people are like, I'm like, no, I'm not denying it. Nine. Well, eight, one lit, you know? And then you see stuff like, man, see all these tattoos. Why is it only five digits? Everyone's like, how dare you? I'm like, five digits. I thought it was like uh, uh, millions. It's like, no, oh Jesus, I'm squirting again. And then you're like, oh, why? Cause I used to, I was a World War II history major, you know? And then when I started realizing there was no direct order for it, there's no, you know, I studied in the Czech Republic, all this stuff. And you almost want to be like, guys, I have the best news. It wasn't as bad as you thought. And they're like, oh, no, it had to be even worse. Like in Russia, they say it was one and a half billion. I'm, I'm not making that up. Like the, the, the Zionist media in Russia says that Stalin killed 1.5 billion. Like it's just, it, it never stops. It's just like never, a never mind that the pre-World War II Jewish roles only said that there was like by 250,000 Jews worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, dude, numbers are where a lot of lies are. Cause there's, in nature, there aren't really these numbers where you're just like, you see these stats and you're like, and, and then they make you out to be the bad guy for saying it wasn't as horrible as you think. And then they're like, no, it has to be worse. And you're like, why, how do you? And then their whole memories is based on implants from Steven Spielberg movies. And I'm like, <laughs> so you lived it. They're like, I was there. And it's like, because if they're not hated, they're just dicks. Like if someone isn't actively uh, oppressing them, they just are dudes who are biting dicks, you know? And that's that's hard to live with where it's like, yeah, no one's trying to hurt me. I'm just a guy who bites baby dicks. And it's like, you might want to, you know, and once they realize dudes like us are not going to hurt them or hunt them or anything, they're like, 
don't you want to hurt me? I'm like, no, nah, man, I want to stay the hell away from you. You bite baby dicks. Exactly. You're a psychopath. I don't want to have anything to do with <laughs> yeah. you. Dude, psychopath, bro. Psychopath. Like, to bite a baby's dick. You Absolutely. know, it's crazy, man. And and even the same thing, like, the way that they think that you treat, because that's a huge thing, and that's one of the first things that I really appreciated about you is the way that you talk about and the way you deal with your animals. It, yeah. it, it's, you know what? An animal is a thing it's real easy for somebody to see as a lesser being than you. Right. And if you are willing to to be cruel and unusual and, and nasty to those kind of things that you are more powerful than, that you have control than, well, then when you feel like you're better than me, how are you going to treat me? Exactly. That, you know, that just tells me how you are overall as a person. But, but you reap what you sow. I had something interesting happen because I had a, a baby goat that had a cough. And so I took her to the, um, to the, the animal doctor and I realized that they have much better medicine than us. It was like, you know, it was, no, there was no, like, you know, they don't, they don't over vaccinate goats. They don't do anything. It was 70 bucks. There was no uh, ventilator for $39,000 and then kill You know, I was like, I was joking about, it. I'm like, yeah, she has COVID-19, so we had to pay 39000 to put her on a ventilator, and now she's dead. I was like, oh, no, wait a minute. She's not a human being, so she's fine. She just needs some fresh air, you know, some love. And it's like I realized that, that, that you reap what you sow. If you view animals as lesser and you act like that, you're going to get shit health care. You know, it's like I, I noticed that. It's like my animals get treated better than human beings out there in Babylon. Like none of my have ever died. I've lost a few at birth, but like they yeah, have a great happen. life. You know, it's like they have a great life. And aside from meat birds, it's like I'm not really in that. You know, we have some meat birds that get so big they can't even walk, and I give them an honorable death, and it, it's intense. But you know, my wife needs meat, or else she gets really dizzy when she's um, pregnant. But yeah, I love my animals, and they have a way of communicating that's just like profound. You know, have I you, think uh, that we have you tried know. cooking with cast. I don't even know what that means. Cooking like cast iron? Cast iron. No, yeah. no, never. Does that work? That, oh, yeah, because the cast iron, as it rusts, that's how you make iron accessible, and that's going to really help her anemic problem. That's is, what it is. Cooking iron. with cast iron. Yep. I know. Yeah. And, and, and you need that cook, that as you cook with cast, it rusts, and that cast cooks into your food a little bit, just like any other metal. Now everybody's changed to aluminum, so you're cooking aluminum into your food, which is horrifying for you. But back in the day, it was cast that you cooked into your food, and that's how you kept from being anemic because then you got an iron intake. That's so I would recommend switching to cast. Yeah, that's that's. I'll immediately do that because she was always a vegetarian until she started getting pregnant, and then um, you know, she's been pregnant now for like five straight years. So, <laughs> so it's uh, she's needed to have meat, but cast is going to be great. That's a, that's at root power, Benjamin. That's at root power. Yeah. yeah. So so much root. The grabber has nothing on my root. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> you don't you. get to bite this dick. <clears throat> no. Grabblers. Grabber. Dude, and then they sell the foreskins to celebrities' faces to appear younger. Like, and they brag about it. They, they brag. brag. Dude, that's what I that's where I make all my accusations is the bragging. Like I'm not one of the dudes, it's like, I have a suspicion that this guy's a pedophile. I'm like, this dude brags about that. 
you know, I, I, I hold people accountable for what they are in public. You know, like Steven Spielberg has an inner world that sexualizes children. I can show people example after example. You know, his, his production company is called Amblin. It's an anagram for Nambla, constantly sexualizing children. So that's why I do that. And like they, you know, Ellen DeGeneres and Sandra Bullock are like talking about their penis facials. And I'm like, exactly the one I saw, just crazy. Yeah, yeah, and and I th is it a mind control thing, or do you think it's just like um, it just is what it is? Are they trying to be like, do you do you accept this, and if you if you don't say anything, we're gonna fuck you more, or is it or is it subconscious? I don't even know. It, it's that whole it's that whole sliding window, you know. If we get it if we get it to this point, and then we let everybody accept <clears throat> it, and then we move it a little more, move it a little more, and now apparently it's okay to just like take baby dicks and rub them all over yourself. If I would have said that a hundred years ago, they would have burnt me at the cross. Exactly. Yeah, no. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I do see a great awakening as they say logos rising, you know, because it's like people are starting to see like this this system is really fucked up. You know, it's it's it just is. And I, it's a mass awakening. That's why I don't I think a lot of these controller moves are backfiring horribly. Like, I think they thought everyone was going to wear a mask and take a chip and a vaccine. And a lot of people are like, fuck no. And they're like, quick, someone say the N-word. You know, yes. it's, just, it's, it's not working, man. And I'm, I'm very hopeful for the future. I think people are going to start respecting giants and their, and their unclipped wings. That's important. Start looking up to them instead of fearing them. It's literally, they make, and when I talk about this stuff and they're like, oh, you're the gay one. I'm like, dude, the Washington Monument does not look like a man's face. What does that look like? It's a dude's dick. And everybody's like, eh, no, it isn't. I'm like, dude, they're making monuments to dicks. And then they, it's pit and pedulum with dicks with these dudes. That's why they're obsessed with black dudes. They're like, I'm sorry, black guy. Can I see your dick? Oh, Jesus. Because they're like, what do they, in the past, they just kept clipping them because they hate them and then they love them. And it's like insane, dude. It's insanity. And yeah. just if you have that confidence, they assume that you have a ween and then they want to cut it off and kill you and then worship you. And I'm just like, dude, you guys are in a lot of <clears throat> mental anguish. Yeah, it's the first the first story of Osiris, you know. It's uh, let's cut his dick off, then we're going to lose it, and then we're going to go around and build one out of gold, and then we're going to stick it in his body, then we're going to have sex with it, then we're going to have a child. And everyone's going to be, hey, that's totally normal. What she did is great. Let's do that. And now you're looking at Saturn rockets. You're looking at Masonic rituals. You're looking at circumcision. It's it's I, my theory, it, just for what it's worth, is as you evacuate, you become empty, which means you start to resonate the hollowness of society at large. And th it's that's why you see people do this. It's not that they have this secret individual goal of I'm going to rub penis cream on my face it's that they're so evacuated that they're simply responding to the vapors of society i'm talking about the psychic this is technically the word demon but i know a lot of people don't even like talk about that but it's this demons are will that have left our body it's like oh i really want to kill that guy and then okay now i'm over it but you've sent some will out into this either you have this thing and if yeah. you're empty only if you're empty you're gonna pick up on these echoes, right? These trauma echoes that, that wander around. The, the energy of Karen, you know, it is permeating the street and it's only gonna violate other women that are evacuated and then they become Karen. So it, it's, it seems like that's why it works. That's why you don't really have to find an agenda. It's not like Steven Spielberg himself has to be a secret bad guy. He just has to right. be evacuated. Definitely. 
Yeah, exactly. I pick on him because think of how many of the big lies he's pushed. You have dinosaurs, yep. Holocaust, space, AI. It's just boom, World War II. There's a bang, bang. Like Steven Spielberg's whole catalog might as well be like biggest spells ever made. Yep. And go. You yep. know, and that's why I pick on him because I'm sure they, they, it's the evacuated and they, I don't, you know, they is the evacuated and it's like, um, and that's why the heathen, like Benjamin isn't your enemy because it's like, you can, you can sense it. I, maybe a lot of people can't, I can sense it. I can sense when someone's evacuated. Mm -hmm. I have like a, maybe it was a childhood trauma or something, but I have a predator prey understanding of people that can hurt me. Yeah. And so when somebody is like, I'm like, that, it's almost like uh, when you're around a hammered guy when you're sober, when he's just like, yeah. dude, you know, I'm like, that guy's hammered, you know? Yeah. It's like that with evacuated people where you can have someone who's like, I'm a heathen, you know, all this stuff. And I'm feeling no sense of threat. And I'm just like, and this is very interesting. And then you're listening to some of these pastors go on and on. And you're like, this guy wants to fuck me, mm -hmm. you know? And, and you totally, and, and some people can sense it, some people can't, I can, and I won't apologize for that. It's like somebody, some people have this emptiness where you can just tell, it's just like drunk people. The best way to understand is drunk yeah. people. Where, Cause I've, I've always been pretty, not always, but I've been pretty against weed until I heard you talk about the health benefits for your um, uh, problem. And then my, my opinion shifted, like immediately. I was like, because for me, most people that smoke weed, it's about evacuation. And for you, it was about medicine. And that's the thing about not being evacuated is I don't have shame where I'm like, oh, there's another side to this. And then I just learned. Some people can't do that. They're just like, weed bad. I'm like, well, not for Benjamin. I, I, he, I believe him. And he was talking about how uh, Western medicine wasn't working and cannabinoids do this. And it, it does this with his salt. I'm like, oh, that's not what I don't like. I don't like people yep. that smoke weed to vacate and then just giggle and think that, you know, and it's almost like they cut their own feet off and just float, mm -hmm. you know? And so that's why it's very important to be able to just be in your cockpit, as James says, and be like, oh, that makes sense, <laughs> you know? And, and those people that did that, they, the, the weed was just their, their, their ride. It, that same person could have picked church to vacate, could right. have picked food to vacate. Mm -hmm. You know, weed was just an easy one for them. And like, Oh, okay, but that same person, if they like get in trouble and you meet them two years later, they're still a half wit, you know, that does nothing, even though they haven't been smoking weed. You're like, yeah, oh, the weed wasn't really the thing. It was just that you're right. a half wit that has no ambition. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because well, people can use anything as that as that tool. Yeah, and yeah, it changed my mind. And then I realized that you know, the beast doesn't make things illegal to help us. Then you start being like, oh, it could help make paper that lasts longer. How dare you? You know, all this stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, incandescent. Joey Diaz once gave me the star of death that had like 500 milligrams of THC, and I I kind of fucking lost my mind. And so after that, you know, I, I drove home like 10 miles an hour, just like, you know, I felt my flesh, and like I was like, this is fucked up, you know? And uh, and so for a while, I was like, dude, that's really bad. And then I was like, oh, no, I was basically drugged. Like, yes. that was my choice. Like, I wasn't like, you know, it was it was. Uh, yeah. So I mean, that that's different. no different than if I took a, a, a handful of uh, almost any kind of beneficial drug and just gave that you a whole handful of it. Like, why would you do that to a person? 
Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, that's the voodoo yeah, spell, you know? right? Th that's seriously, that's a classic voodoo challenge. You know, <sighs> I'm going to blow this powder in your face and now we're going to fight. Now we're going to interact. Now you're on my equal footing. That's why, that's why Rogan has to have everyone super fucking stoned or drunk or whatever before they get on the stage. Because he realizes I'm a fucking tool. And if this person is full on, if they're full charisma, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make That's why you saw him fucking go to the bathroom with Alex Jones following him on the air. It's like, well, let me come with you. You know, Joe's like, I got to take a piss. And Alex Jones is like, I'm going to come with you. Hey, hang on. Let me tell you about dude, what dude, to I say. Got, I got a stat for you. Out of all of his uh, podcasts in history, I'm the only guest that outlasted his bladder. Because people always piss. He pissed and I was there alone. Because he was <laughs> it's a giant. Like, he was feeding me booze, and I, I don't get drunk. You know, so I was just like, I mean, I can theoretically, but I was, you know, he got up and peed, and that had never happened in over a 1,000 episodes. And I was like, yeah, that's right, Toe. That's awesome. Because, yeah. yeah and, but see, then the weed put me on an unstable footing, because alcohol doesn't. You know, if someone wants to match me drink for drink and try and off-balance me, no, there is no demon coming out when I'm drunk. But weed, I, I started getting all well, you're, a, you're a Germanic. We're made for that. <laughs> Literally, it's like, boom, cheers, boom, cheers, you know. And um, and so that I thought that was pretty interesting. But, yeah, he does. He tries to whittle you down because he's the textbook little man, you know, just, just real little scurries around, tries to make everybody think he's a big man, but he's not. Yep, and it's that evacuated stuff. That's why I've, I've noticed the best litmus to test anyone, anyone at all, is find something that Zeitgeist shames and see if that person will disagree with it. it that's like the perfect litmus because you, you instantly know right away that when someone's evacuated, that hurts too much. To, to push against the Zeitgeist hurts too much because yeah. it's pure yeah, odds yeah. at that point. You know, It's just pure odds. Yeah. It's what are my chances of surviving if I really love abortion or if I really love this or if I really love whatever fucked up shit it is it's just a better as odds go you'll you're you'll be better off for it and that's why we end up propping up narcissism and psychopathy and all that stuff because the ones that are the most evacuated are the ones that that have to pay the least amount of calories so they end up with that surplus they're hoarding it like gold you know but it makes them very weak it's almost like it's almost like um the the bad guys in Star Wars where they're like tune tune you know it, it <laughs> They might have the numbers, but they're very ineffective. You know, they're just like, because ah, they can't operate. They're not, they're not capable. That's why PTSD is so much worse in the infantry than it is special forces. Because special forces are moving, they're on a mission, they're going. Versus infantry is like, was that another bomb? Eh, you know. Oh wow. And so these, these people that are that are not engaged, where it's like, this is the plan. Like, like special forces will see way more fucked up stuff but they're less jumpy with noises and stuff because it's not being done to them all the time. And so that's why these people, you know, they can swarm you and stuff, but in the end of the day, what do they really have? They're scared of, they cut their own dicks off and sold it to Sandra Bullock. Right. That's, that's interesting about the PTSD that. too. Well, um, <clears throat> the, I, I think it all started in pheasants guys. I wanted to show this picture so people know what I mean, but, the bird pheasants? Yeah, man. It, 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 I think the first time we took a hit was when we decided that there was such a thing as a king's bird. And so even if you, like, lived in your own land, Dang. you could not fucking kill a bird. You, you, it, to do that would be to be killing the king's property. And it, it got so bad back then that they would go around chopping off people's hands uh, for, for, pheasant, for pheasantry. 
it's it's it, they wouldn't do it to you if you if you killed a king's deer it wasn't nearly as violent it was only the pheasant it, it's it's like this symbolic bird and i think it's part of this whole evacuation process is that uh, just like cutting off dicks it's it starts with pheasants man it starts with this thing that's like oh well i don't really eat bird that much well i don't want to get my hand cut off you know Dude, they're like that with eagles right now you go to jail for killing an eagle three laws owen local state i mean state federal and international you cannot possess a feather you can't even have a feather the feathers that i have yep. right now of my raptors not just eagles but any noble bird is considered a felony that's really fucked up y'all it's really 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 fucked up that they want you to think that way that a citizen is lower than a free man is what they're legitimately telling you. They're saying if you find something out in the in the wilderness, you could you could be held accountable for that. It's so fucked up. So fucked yeah. up. Literally, I found out about that law because a, a bald eagle. I was sit I was sitting at uh, sitting at home, and for whatever reason, everywhere where I live tends to have bald eagles around it. And uh, one landed in the tree right in front of my kitchen window. I'm like five feet away from it, and. It sat there for about half an hour, took a big old shit, and then flew off. Well, when it did that, you know, it's like that to take the poop, and all, all kinds of feathers flew off. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm going to go out and get me some feathers. Yeah. You know, and uh, then I got informed. My uncle informed me. Uh, he's like, oh, no, you get caught with that. It's 250000 bucks and uh, like 10 Ooh. years in prison. Yeah. yeah. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Yep. I had to have insane. a license. I had to have a license I carry with me at all times. When and if I was going to transfer an eagle or a raptor from uh, North Carolina to Tennessee, I had to have two licenses. <laughs> I had to fucking get a Tennessee one too. It was, it's so fucked up. It's it's. It, is it just mind control or is there like medicine in that shit? I think it's all mind control, archetypal mind control. Like you're looking at the archetypal bird of, of power, of sovereignty, of all that stuff, and they're they're basically telling you you don't touch our magic. It's 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 how you right. hold that field. If you were the king, you would want to hold a field, right? A literal energy field over everyone, and that field would be it would need something tangible that has a lot of bright colors, like a bird, and the fear of death. And, then, and if you add those two alchemically, you now have a field, right? Where everyone's like, oh, there's a bird. Hey, don't mess with that. You'll get your hand cut off. And it's just like. Dude, the new eagle is black dudes. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, guy just raped me. It's like, your fault. It's like, oh, man, mind control is emerging. So you know what the most disturbing part about that is? Is I just traveled across the country and back. Because I swapped out my grandsons, I had been t watching two of my grandsons for uh, for a few weeks, and now I just went and got my oldest grandson because he was he he wrote his mom he was not impressed that the other two got to come stay with me and he did not and, yeah. and two different daughters, so uh, he's like nah this isn't cool and he finally convinced his mom and she got and she sent him out, so traveling back across the country, he wanted to stop at a rock shop. So we're outside, we're in Salt Lake City, so we go to stop at a rock shop. And when we walk into this rock shop, well, first, Christy, she thinks the head of these things. I don't. Like, I'm right, I'm just going to walk right into the situation, and if it's fucked up, I'm just going to start going off. Um, you know, she calls ahead, like, are you guys open? Will you let us come in? You know, things like yeah. that. Cause, you know, um, I, I'm just going to just walk in, show up, and if there's a fight, let's fight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they, she gets it all cleared and tells them, you know, well, we're not going to be wearing masks. 
Uh, we've got asthma. This isn't going to happen. You know, we won't be doing it. And so they're like, yeah, that's fine. So we get in there and then some other lady shows up and she just loses her shit. And like my grandson's touching, touching the tumble stones, you know, the ones you pick your pocket rocks. And she's like, can you have him not touch things? And I'm like, oh, no, we are good. We're out of here. Like, you can bite me, lady. Yeah, you say another stupid thing to my grandson and see if I won't knock you out. It, like, it, that's your not- nuts. And she's running around with her mask. Well, in that whole thing, she started spouting about how they just passed a law in Utah protecting the, the frontline workers so people like us don't come giving them the COVIDs, you know? And, and most of us, especially in the truth community, we have actually been paying attention and seeing that they've had to backstep on all of their nonsense with the COVIDs. And they basically had to come out and say, yeah, it was nothing. We were wrong, you know, but it wasn't an agenda, you know, it's like, but here's the thing. Yeah. (laughs) Honest mistake. But here's the thing Then you know, and immediately they transitioned into the race war, which anybody that pays any attention knows that that's what, that's what that is. It's just, they're starting up the race war. The problem is, is this law passed during the race war time while everybody's backing down Jerry or uh, uh, not Jerry Brown. That was last jackass. Um, what Gavin Newsom, little Jerry Brown, he just passed a law saying that anybody in California now has to wear a mask. If you're in any public place that gathered, that wasn't a law before. Now they're making it law. So they're quietly passing all new, more COVID laws rather than back it off, which is the the news is coming out and admitting that this isn't such a thing, but they're quietly making all these laws and still progressing that agenda while everybody's so busy watching the race war. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I I got some good Prana uh, vibes my way because March 14th, as everybody was spiraling, I said, uh, not only is there no virus, they're doing this to destroy cities and they're going to use race. And so now when people go back, they're like, (laughs) How did you know that? I'm like, because I'm not a retard. Yes. Uh, but see, the, the the good news about all this law shit is they only have laws because people comply. The more absurd the laws are, the more that they actually lose their authority. Mm-hmm. Where people are like, yeah, no. And then once you realize you can say no, people are like, oh, so I'm just going to I'm going to sell raw milk, too. And they're like, but you can't. I'm like, I, I yes, I can. I can now see I can. Like, you don't even have cops anymore, Gavin. Like, you don't even have pensions. Dude, and I know a lot of cops in San Fran where it's like they've been flying in for like two years because they can't afford to live there. Number one threat to a warlord is not being able to pay your warriors. Sorry, Gav, (laughs) but I will not be wearing a mask and you're staying away from my dick, buddy. Exactly. And I'm going to milk my cows and I'm going to run around with chickens and I'm going to sell farm fresh eggs and I'm going to sell raw milk and I'm going to sell permaculture items that were growing right in alpaca shit. And I'm not going to feel bad about it. And now, you're a piece of yeah. shit. Because <laughs> exactly. I've had trolls. And the, the troll gifts of ball have come my way because I had all these people, you know, because I had a name when I was saying this stuff and I got a lot of enemies. And they were sending cops to my house, animal control, CPS, all of it. And it, it actually strengthened me because I realized how impotent a lot of it is, where they were very apologetic. Mm-hmm. They would get complimented, everything. They're like, the CPS were fine. You know, in, in reality, CPS has a hard time getting abused kids out. They, they, have a, a pro, they have a problem with bureaucracy. They used to be way worse in the 70s and 80s before there was, you know, networks and stuff. And so a lot of people's worst fears of like 
cops and all this stuff are not real. You know, it's all people doing it to themselves. You know, Absolutely. they flip switches. That's dude. That's why I'm trying to get so off grid. Is because what they can do is say no more PayPal. You know, no more Facebook. No more mm -hmm. uh, license. And so that's how they do it. It's these creepy little fingers. Just flip switches. They don't have warriors. They really mm -hmm. don't. It's like button pushers. Oh, totally. 3% of the armed American population is bigger than the next, what, five standing armies? It's like, it, it's all magic. It's all mind control. And so if you just know that, as long as you're not hurting people, like if you go out and conquer, you know, like actual quote unquote racism, which is almost never a real thing. One of my buddies coined it white globalism. <laughs> Where it's like, if you think you have the right to go somewhere else because they're brown and be like, we're white now, mm. that's a problem. But if you have your people, like your 30 people, you know, that's no one can fuck with you. Like that doesn't uh, register on people, yep. you know, and that's the reality of it. Like you can put down roots and have your people. And if you don't go out and conquer because, you know, then there's nothing they can do. They have no tools. They have no weaponry. Well, it's interesting because if, if you consider how everyone who's evacuated will automatically gravitate towards the center and build this tower of where's the least amount of shame that I will get from believing something, it's weird because yeah. on the exact extreme, you also see that sovereignty itself builds its own natural army, that you end up with these people that are naturally going to have the, the same kind of thoughts but from a de very different place. The salts themselves are telling, no, sorry, man, life's sacred here. Uh, we don't listen to bullshit laws. The whole idea of pretending that you can outlaw a bump stock when I can fucking literally make a rifle right here, right here with, with my equipment, it's a totally different yeah. way of thinking. So you end up with two natural armies. It's weird. You actually end up with two natural armies that form. I'm not, I'm not saying the sovereigns themselves have a cohesion, but if the shit went down, you know who would naturally side up with each other. It wouldn't... I mean, the, the, the evacuated would all be fashion-based, but then you'd end up with this rebel faction of people that are just sovereign, that are just like, yeah, I'm not going to put up with that. You're going to have to go, dude. Sorry, you know. Yeah, and that's when the evacuated lose a lot of calories when they realize how much calories they have to spend with mm. their little scams. You know, it's one reason why we're invisible to them is because, you know, if you're the in the brass certain um, uh, enforcement agencies, your whole life is hiding things and scamming and making sure someone doesn't use your blackmail and trying to cozy up to this. You're never just in your skin, just like, wanna know what I wanna do? I wanna take out that guy because he's a dick. You don't have any power. You're just, you know, like think about uh, Hillary Clinton's life. It's just trying to convince people that her enemies committed suicide and covering it up, yep. just endless. You know, so what yeah, lies take so much energy, so, so much. much. Yeah. And that's what they can't think. They get dementia. You're like, so what What did you, mm. you know, tell me a story from back in the day. They don't know. They're like, well, which story? I don't fucking know who yeah. I am. That if you don't lie, your whole mind's a filing cabinet because yeah. you just can think really fast. Yeah. Well, to lie is to decompartmentalize. You have to have two separate timelines running at all times. And they have to maintain right. themselves throughout the life of the person you told the lie to. That's literally the definition of splintering. That's, I mean, seriously, the definition of disassociation, of evacuation, is to peel these different strands and pretend like you can function. That's that Pelosi shake, you know, that, and you're just like, are you okay? And you're like, no, she's, why do you think she's okay? This is not okay. This is, this is how that happens. So, right. It's a, yeah, it's, the titles don't do shit. You know, it's like they don't, they can't do anything. It's crazy when you see it. 
It makes you, you know, wonder if that's why they get paid so well. well. If you think about it, sorry to interrupt, but but if you get paid, you have to get paid a lot more because you're constantly, you don't have your own vessel to fill up. So you need more money. You need more like quick prana, like the sugar, you know, you need just constant sugar. That's why to keep these standing armies, they have to pay. It's all about money. It's There's nothing else there. It's it's the only fuel they, they really have to run. So it's a different kind of motor altogether. And that's why you see them complete, like uh, Jimmy Kimmel is now apologizing for a sketch and all that. Yeah. Like my brother's a tree guy. So all my friends that have actual jobs that people require, they don't have to say shit. Cause you're like, let's say you have a tree hanging over your house about to fall down. Someone's like, will you apologize for your skin? You're like, do you want the tree down or no? They're like, yeah, I'm sorry. And you're like, okay. But if you're getting paid 30 million a year to be not funny, you got to do everything mm. your master tells you like a little doggy. Yes. And when you get addicted to that, like Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, all these people, like as a comedian, I just watched it happen. I'm like, dude, a comic without jokes, a comic that censors their words and concepts is like a tree guy without a saw, like mm -hmm. your shit. So if you want to keep your job, you got to dance for the nickels. And Satan is evacuation. It's not the plan. It's not this, you know, it's just like you can make Satan dance too. If, if you have a root, you know, you're like. Because they don't—they don't have anything. They're just constantly in backpedal, constantly, you know, with no feet. And it's crazy. Absolutely, and and that's just throw nickels at them like like birds. They'll pick them up like breadcrumbs, you know. And and so many people get kind of backwards with that because they think the truth is up top, but that that being that fake being was missing its feet. Odin opens up his his godhead and then throws it down the well throws it down Mimir's well in order to get the wisdom because that wisdom lays in your root, in your salts, in, in that deep memory of where the truth really is, that your, your people have lived in this world, in this nature, and we understand it. This is our world. Our people have lived here for thousands of years, and we somehow forgot all these very simple things that are just the world around us working. God damn, just open your eyes. <laughs> right, right, right. Just look. Come on. <laughs> and, and and they've taken that away. And that's all we're talking about is that deep wisdom of living with this world and living with the way things work. Quit trying to ice skate uphill, dummies. Yeah, I couldn't oh, exactly. agree more. Exactly. It's right there all the time. That's why it requires so much now. That's why they're separating children and covering children mm. because – one day without the lie and you're like wait a minute yeah. i have some serious questions so the holocaust are you sure it wasn't nine gay rollerbladers oh shut up you know you know give them mercury give them aluminum and it's like dude you're just i think the quote-unquote controllers are totally fucked i think that things are not going to plan and people are starting to be like wait a minute because i mean five years ago i thought 9-11 was people with box cutters I thought that we played golf on the moon. I was retarded. And I was always a truth seeker, but like looking back to just five years ago, I was like, yeah, Buzz Aldrin, he drove a car on the moon. <laughs> what the fuck? You know? And that, like, let alone not knowing about salt and oil and shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, not even close. Not even close. Yeah. You know, my mom didn't give me, um, vaccines and shit was always pretty woke to a lot of stuff because of her like kind of paganish catholic roots which were oddly similar for a lot of time people don't realize that mm. you went to church and then you fucking cooked up your posts you know it wasn't really different like there is now uh 
But, you know, I, I think people are, are, are they're, they're waking up to all this shit, and especially seeing all these churchians cuck. Like, to see all the churches close but not Walmart and abortion yeah. clinics. Man, I'm like, I'm so glad I'm you like, did well, that. that. Dude, it's the DMV. It's the DMV. It's not, there's no, I don't see God in these churches. Yep. I, I tell so you. That, I wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted to be, I wanted to go to refuge in a church and talk to people about truth. And they were all fucking home eating chocolate, watching pornos, you know, waiting for, uh, waiting for government to tell them to open their church again and that that, that caused some serious problems yeah. in, in my mind well you slayed <laughs> you slayed that and and you're actually just proving why giants get their house burned down by grabblers it's because they say things like that <laughs> what you said about churches was just so fucking on point man it, it really honestly owen I, I you're on point like all the fucking time i i even your your views on on sex, marriage, and sex, your your entire approach, man. To I, I love the anti-masturbation yeah, thing. It's you just know that, that awesome. takes a lot to come out with that. Okay, so you know how proud people have become of their masturbating. Uh, they how very proud. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like this is like the like like this is like the national pastime at this point, and and all they are is just dumping their salts and exactly. giving away their power. It, yeah, it's amazing. There's two levels to it. One is the losing the energy, like just draining your battery. Yeah. And the other is porn, which is like real deep, real fucked up social engineering. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to, you know, like to like now they're trying to get the uh, the the family unit to be sexualized, where it's like my naughty stepmother, my naughty step. Mm-hmm. What does no one see where that's going? Where you start sexualizing the family unit, like that that's breaking again. It's constantly breaking the root. So if you're wiring your brain that way, you're dumping your energy, you're wiring your brain where you're the voyeur, the cock, watching someone else engage. It's, I think it's our opium war. You know how they, they got China addicted to opium? It's like porn, you know? It's wow. like, yeah. I think that's what's making all these men just watching. Like they're just creepy. And I'm like, you know, and, and from stopping, I used to, I was a road comedian. I watched a lot of pornography, a lot of squirting and it's like, to see how much more power I have now than then is, that's why I'm so evangelical about it. I'm like, dude, stop squirting. Mm. Because it's like, you get so much power. You know, you're not, you're engaged in life. If, if a woman walks by, you, you, you don't, it's not for your benefit. It's right. not like, oh, I'm gonna put that in the bank for later. Oh, like you become, you have nothing, you know? And so to be engaged, and that's why like, a lot of women feel comfortable around me. A lot of men feel comfortable around me because they know I'm not sexualizing them. I'm not like, oh, that's for me. It's just fucking gross, you know? And, and, then, and then on the same token, when you actually go home and have an intimate moment with your wife, now all those, all those uh, neurons that were not being fired upon all day and getting beat up, they're like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. So, so now that has that much more energy. You're not like, yeah, baby, but could you like stick a finger in my butt and let me punch you in the eye and then I could get off. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> it's like John McAfee, man. That's like John McAfee, or, right? The, or you need a pill, dude. All erectile dysfunction is caused by masturbating and porn. All of it. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, baby, you know, for when you don't whack off, you're like, well, I know it's really going to turn me on your body. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, that's why people are like, oh, sperm counts drop 40% in the West. I'm like, yeah, because you constantly jerk off. It's like, mm. when you save that seed for crushing, and I really do think it makes stronger children too. When yeah. you have that like launch, yeah, you know? 
Yeah. When it's like that connection, that electrical connection, I really think it makes stronger kids than when you're just like dribbling all day. I don't know. Yeah. It makes it makes the marriage better. It makes everything better. You know, it's like you're drawn more to your wife. You have that connection mm-hmm. versus just these squirt boys are just like, why is why is our marriage falling apart? Do I need to wear a dress? I'm like, dude, you're draining your battery, bro. Yeah. Crazy. <clears throat> How about you sleep with another dude and I will jack off in the corner? <laughs> that's, will that make it good for you? I think that's where Jack Horner came from, Little Jack Horner. I think that that's like a <laughs> they, they, they combine those His two. His curds and whey were not yeah. exactly yeah. what we thought. Well, I you know, he needs some Wainel Sexton. I, I, I'll tell you one thing we miss is that is that when we do sacrifice, I think a lot of people miss this. They miss free energy. They just miss it. When you sacrifice, if you don't squirt, if, if you're if you're holding that seed in, everything you do becomes more powerful whenever you remember it. In other words, if all of a sudden you feel the urge and you want to do that, that is a huge potential for power. Most of us lose it because we think, oh, I can't do it because I blah, blah, blah. Instead, you go, oh, I want to do that. And I'm not going to. Holy shit! Look how fucking powerful I am. And then you crush, man. It's that's how I got through my books. It was like, it was like I was pouring that energy into the books, and I would ne- it would be like I would be cheating on my book if if I was like to break that bond. It's such a powerful way of looking at it, but from a totally different perspective, where you're not the slave to it. It's your empowerment. It, it's your source of power. Yeah, and when someone's like a churchian's coming at me, I can like stand and say. I want to see your search history because I know mine, you right. know? And then they're like, oh, I cannot do that with food. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. Like, oh, you eating, you nibbling on your bread? Because I do. Like, I don't have power in food because I, because my wife bakes sourdough bread. I'm in there. I'm in there with butter. I'm crushing. So, like, I love it. So, I can't, like, if somebody's messing with me, I can't be like, Oh, you fat fuck. You eating all your food because that's me. No, it's like, but how are we going to, how are we going to get I, that giant? How are we going to get him, man? Should we burn his house down? No, he's too big. Should we shoot him? No, he's too strong. We'll fucking throw sour bread over the border and we'll run every day. We'll get him. Yeah, it's so true, dude. That's my weakness. It's like my wife like literally takes everything we're growing and stuff and cooks it so well. You know, like goat cheese or goat milk ice cream with like homemade peanut butter. and all Yes. <laughs> that's why I started calling Richie from Boston a fat fuck and stuff, and then I started being like, eh, I'm, I'm also a fat fuck. I'm just gonna make fun of their, their porn search histories. <laughs> oh god! So, so last time Christy looked at mine, she looked at and, and not on purpose. She was she was going in to do something, and she looks at my search history, and up pops De- Dexter Bull semen. <laughs> she just about died. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, that's hilarious. Because I was looking, you know, at I, before I got a bowl, I was looking at artificial insemination and checking yeah. out different bowls and seeing about, but then because of the COVID, it ended up being so horrible to try and get that done. I just bought a bowl. And nice. she's like, she's like, I love you. Yeah, you know, like the dirtiest thing in your search history is is, is bull semen. Man, <laughs> yeah, dude, mine's like mine's either like off grid stuff, like off grid porn. I get real into that, and and, yep. and lately it's been like Jewish autonomous zones through history. It's like okay, <laughs> just like weird shit. 
No, oh, I, yeah, just, I guarantee you, Owen, you've had more FBI CIA agents quit their job because they're like, they're stalking you, watching your search history, and then they're like, all of a sudden, woken up. Like, dude, I'm going to go start a homestead. Fuck this bullshit. And I'm and out of here. All the reports, all the reports just keep being like, they're like, so what's his plan? Like, how, <laughs> what's he going to do? They're like, literally nothing. He just laughs about shit. And he, he figured out some of the grabber moves, but he doesn't really care. He thinks they're funny. It's like, oh, man, I really need to get his dick now, but there's no end. That's like how sin works, though. Sin's the end. Like, you know, like uh, Martin Luther King Jr. being a sex addict with Jesse Jackson is how they got him. Yeah. You know, they can't. That That's how they get. They get. They, you have to have some sort of end or else there's really no way to get you. That's germ theory, oh. isn't it? Isn't that how a vaccine works? They need that just a little pinprick, man. They just need that little end to say, no, nah, man, it's because of this. It's because of that. Right. That's how they get like that. Yeah, like Martin Luther King Jr., if he wasn't a sex addict, they had to get one of his buddies to turn and they had to get info on him. And so if you keep your nose clean, um, you know, don't, you know, don't have affairs, don't do shit like that. It, it, that's why sins are deadly, because it's like, you know, your appetites get twisted and yeah. used. I would it's even, like, look yeah. at Leah, they try to go out now that because he's had a history of trying to get nudes from like teens, they got him. You know, if the media no. wants to turn. This comedian that I, I used to work with, but like what they had on me was bigot, racist, homo. You know, if you read my Wikipedia now, it's like a it's like a brag. Like everything oh, they, they had on me, it's like, oh, he, he thinks Bill Gates is eugenicist. And now everybody's <laughs> like, wait a minute, was he warning us all this time? It's like he said that, that you know, um, and a lot of the Jewish stuff, people just look back now and they're like, Wait a minute. So it's anti-Semitic to say not to jerk off the pornos. Like, so you're saying Jews make the porno? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know. And then it, now my Wikipedia reads like a like a resume for like people that get it. My my favorite was uh, it said on there. I actually happened to look at it the other day, and it says on there uh, they they in real parent like made a big deal out of you made a joke about. Uh, uh, we need to bring back slavery so that way uh, Sean, that way we can enslave Sean King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it, I, I, I cracked up, and, but they made a huge like this dude said that. You, he made this joke. <laughs> well, that's the weakness of the evacuated. They don't have humor. Like they'll read oh. that and just be like, "This is horrible," and everybody that hears it is like. That's, that's how they send out our signals without even knowing it. Mm. Everybody that hears that is like, wait a minute, that guy sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. They're like my, my pound me too joke where they're like, oh, he's, he's mocking the survivors of sexual assault because the zeitgeist moves so fast that once you're off it, people are like, oh, oh wait, that's really funny. Instead of a hashtag, he said pound, pound me too. And another one was that, you know, to save black people from malaria, we got to get a bunch of tiki torches to kill all the mosquitoes and shit, you know. And people are like, at the time, everyone's like, it's <laughs> fucking priceless. Right. See, oh, it God. takes time. It's, it's operating outside of time. And so three wait, years wait, later, wait, 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 wait. No, you got to stop. You just said that tiki, we need tiki torches to stop, oh, <laughs> to stop oh, malaria? Shit, priceless. Oh. Yeah, it's like, you know what really killed was fucking malaria. How is malaria spread? Mosquitoes. I'm like, so I'm gonna get my Dodge Charger and get all my tiki torches, and I'm gonna protect my black brothers and sisters from their real threat, which is mosquitoes. And dude, oh, at the time, people were like, this guy's a racist. And then as that, as the storm passes, they're like, that's really fucking funny. And I'm like, 
Unauthorized.tv. I'll see you guys there. <laughs> no, and even right now, I'm making fun of David and Goliath, and I guarantee there's some churchians like, how dare you go after David? In two years, people are going to look back and be like, wait a minute, he bit a dead dude's dick? Yep. You know, it just takes time. As these things are opening up, you're like, yeah, why were we mad at him again? For So he's making fun of the dude who bit the dick? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's amazing how they've such <laughs> inverted morality. And, that and also good. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and one of the things I really admire with you and that funny thing is, is that people do get down on you. They're like, look, he's been kicked off all these platforms. He's obviously a piece of shit. I'm like, oh, or he's saying the things that he needs to say and he's willing to take the hits for it. Isn't that the way you're supposed to be? Like, I don't understand how you're criticizing that, especially in the truth community. You know, this is something I talk about. That is a sacrifice. And you know what? Owen made the sacrifice, took the hits, mm. and now he's getting the gain. He's getting the gift that comes after the sacrifice. And all you putzes were too damn weak to do it. And now you're still sucking system titty and talking shit. Totally, yeah. They, it's like they threw me in the pit and expected me to kneel, and I just survived off like mice. Like, <laughs> It was like my P.O. box, dude. They kicked me out of everything except for my P.O. box. And people are such legends that they're sending me, you know, money and silver and shit and seeds and bullets. Just my, my little P.O. box this big. It's like a window into another dimension. Right, right. And then it just starts growing again. And I'm like, I can still say the word nigger. And everyone's like, what the fuck? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Because it's like it makes no sense to say N-word and not about necrophilia. Like, having sex with a dead body is clearly, logically, way more horrifying than a racial pejorative. There's no argument yes. whatsoever. So if someone says, you know, if I say something, like, legitimately intense, like, oh, we got to get rid of niggers or something, like, I understand your point, because that's, I'm saying something. You are truly up. being hateful. You are right, being right. hateful. If I'm, if I'm, if, right, but when I'm just saying a word without logic, it's just like we we're talking about, about the, the pheasants, the king's pheasant. If you agree to something that makes no sense, you've agreed to all of it. Right, exactly. Yeah. So if it's like, don't kill the pheasant, and you're like, okay, just the pheasant, then they're like, okay, time for some anal. Wear a mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wear a mask, do this, it's do that. The same with the, with the and end. you should let like, somebody bite your kid's dick off. Totally. Exactly. Just, just a tip, just a tip. You're not a heathen, are you? Of course. Just the tip. And I used to tweet this shit. with a, I'd be like, which is more hateful, saying I... I, I love and support niggers or I hate African-Americans. Mm -hmm. And people would just freak out. They'd be like, this is, my, I'm, my circuitry is fucked up. I'm like, are you, are you allowed to call someone, like if, if you're being raped, can you call the person a nigger? And then people would freak out. I'm like, what if it's a black woman? What if it's a white rapist? What if they're both, and I just kept doing this. Like, mm -hmm. it's kind of like James talks, like let's, let's see the gates. Let's see where this circuitry goes. Mm -hmm. And people were like, delete this person. And I'm like, go ahead, man. But that only makes me more powerful long term. I can I can take it now. Later, all of your clubs will be closed. All your theaters will be closed. The permanent headliner will be a dead black guy, and all your agents are gone. Yep. Okay, you still <clears throat> want to play these games? You know, it just took time. It took time. You can of cut me down, but I will only come back more powerful. Because he's Literally. got a root. <laughs> they were mocking me. All the comedians were just throwing shit, and even my friends were just simply silent. Thanks a lot, boys. But it was like. All these people, you know, they took my picture down from the wall. I'm painted in the mural. They're like, oh, fuck that. You know, I was like a, a, a legend in comedy clubs, and they want to erase all the history, kind of like with, uh, you know, the rollerblading incident. 
where it's like, oh, he never existed. It's like, no, the fuck I didn't. You had a giant picture of me in the Hollywood Improv. Mm. And, and then they thought they won. They thought it, that they were being such precious, smart boys. I'm like, how's your touring schedule now with COVID? Right. Is it, you got to do six foot distances? Like, I, now, how are you supposed to do a joke when you're monitored about everything you say? And if you don't have black skin, you can't talk about race. If you have a dick, you can't talk about gender. What the fuck are you going to make fun of? You're just going to put yourself and your ancestors down all day long? It's like, well, what are you doing? I'm I'm making a better living from my alpaca field, making babies with my dick. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? And that's the lesson. That's what I want to show people. It's like you don't lose when you maintain your ground. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Yep. That resistance <clears throat> is what gives you the electricity. You know, without resistance, without ohms, there's no there's no pop. You know. I couldn't agree this more. Is, this is this is why Gable means sacrifice and gift. Right. Oh. It's true. Mm, you when you're at you, you almost got to be happy about it. You know, yeah. like my a bunch of my people are, are helping me sue Patreon, and so Patreon started going after that. And my uh, all, my people and my first instinct was great bonding, strength. They will get some of my strength. Mm. So my first instinct, I'm like, you guys are in for a supercharge, and they are. It's already happening. Where it's like you'll learn how to maintain ground. You'll learn how when people attack you. Like you should literally smile and be like, nice. Thank you for the gift of ball. You know, know? the first time you take a hit to the chin, now you know how to take a hit to the chin. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. On that same, on that same note, I just want to say that it's, uh, because we're taught to, shame is so strong. It's actually not as important to keep your nose clean as it is to own the shame that you, that you earned. Because that's where you're going to get all your power. You're going to get more power, actually, by not keeping your nose clean, but by doing something you're really ashamed of and then owning it, like truly owning it. Feeling the pain. Yeah, right. like one of my alpaca babies died, and it was kind of my fault, and I bawled like a baby, dude. Like, a baby alpaca is one of the most elegant animals ever, and it rained, and we didn't put a creocode on her, and she fucking died. And people were like, oh, it's not your fault. I'm like, yeah, it is. Like, I have to feel this so that next time... My albit, like, it's horrifying. We buried under under an olive tree, yeah. you know, so she can yeah. grow. The, you know, dude, fucking horrifying. These baby, like, uh, uh, to hold a dead alpaca, where it's like, oh no, but you know, she was weak, or you didn't know it was gonna rain. It was like, no, no, give me this. Mm-hmm. Like I, like I am the protector of them, and this is a dead alpaca, and that alpaca did not need to fucking die, you know. And it's like that pain allowed me to be a better shepherd, you know. Yeah. God dang. <clears throat> Seen I, that? I just love what you just said, brother. That is that means so freaking much, and it's so a hundred percent true. You damn straight. Every time something on the farm goes wrong, and it's my fuck up, I am a better man at the end of it because it does not happen again. Exactly. Will not happen. Exactly. And you see that, and that's why people like us are so tied to our land because it's like the blood and the tears and the laughter and the nutrients, it's like all right here. There's nowhere we need to go. And that's what makes us so dangerous, but also so not violent. It's like, oh, do you want to go to a rally? I can't leave for more than four hours. I got to fucking feed and clean and shovel. And dude, I got like 10 baby goats that I'm just bottle feeding three times a day, every day. Like you don't miss that or they die. Right. And people are like, yeah, but just come down. I'm like, I can't fucking leave, dude. You know, because there's so many baby things on my uh, property right now that including baby children and pregnant women. So it's like people don't get that. We're just we're not the live wires that they think we're not the people that are like, 
I'm going to go to you and hurt you. It's like, dude, I can't leave my animals. That's why migration <laughs> migration has always been the apex for how they take over a nation is they start to push the migration. They, they make you think that you, that, that you being a nomad is just as valid as you being a pagan, a heathen, a farmer, like attached to the soil. It's a different different way of life. Totally different. Well, and, and the thing that they never uh, showed about the nomads was, is like take the Native Americans. The Native Americans would take different plants and they would promote different growths in different areas. And then they just weren't about over overgrowing or overusing areas. <coughs> so they would move on to the next area, which they had also prepared. So it's their their range was just much bigger than ours. Yeah, it, totally. It's not that they didn't have a home, not that they didn't right. take care of the land and live symbiotically. Yeah. Yeah, nowadays it's like, well, I have my summer home where I squirt, and I have my winter home where I squirt. As long as I have internet, I can squirt. It's really that psychotic. Mm -hmm. And it's just, yeah, I know what you mean about nomads. It's like you had a range. You were like, we go here this season, and we go back here. The nomads that cause all the problems are like cutting off the feet. Like you're a number. Exactly. Send you around the world and just mm -hmm. cause problems. Yeah, you're not going to come back and forth. You're not. There's going to be no land symbiosis. We're just going to uproot you and chuck you into another field. <clears throat> yeah, just a Congo. Yeah, line. that would be comedian, man. They'd be like, so I learned a lot about all these different ways of living. They'd be like, okay, Cleveland on this day, you go, you stand on that stage, you make everyone laugh. Uh, next day you're in Cincinnati. Next day you're in Miami. Next day you're, you know, and you're in England. Next day you're and and so you're on a cruise ship. You know, one day you're, I performed the O2 Arena in front of 12,000 people. I was Vince Vaughn's headliner also. And then um, a week later, I'm behind bar taps in a biker bar. And so at that point, you're like, what is the root of people? Like, I got to see, like, what comedy is, what truth is. Because all the other factors, you know, when you have no land, you, you start seeing it in people's eyes and in their hearts. And so that's what taught me a lot about what actual... That's why I can't be tricked very easily. Cause they're like, get full of hate. I'm like, really? Cause I just said nigger in front of 80% black in Cleveland and they laughed their ass off. But yet this Karen at the park has an issue. Be like, I, you know, I, I've made fun of gang members, uh, diamond earrings and called them pretty princesses and shit in front of their gang and they laugh. It's all masculine energy. It's all like, well, we got a pretty princess here. And I was like, oh shit, there's a pretty princess. And so then a Karen will be like, oh my God, you can't say that word. And I'm like, dude, I know what you're trying to convince me of, and it, it ain't working. It's almost like a hot air balloonist you try to tell him the world's round. He's like, bitch, I've been at 100,000 feet. Right. It ain't round. <laughs> like, I was just in a border town in Mexico. The Mexicans and the Texans, if they, if they have similar jobs, they're just wearing different hats. You know, I'm like, it, that's reality. They're all laughing together. If you're going to try and start a race war... Like I recommend like not living in multicultural cities simply because it's so easy to exploit it. Like you're gonna right. be hearing the parades and shit because the hidden hands are just gonna keep fucking with people. But it's not because the black man's your enemy, but they're gonna be using this shit endlessly. The gays, the blacks, the wah, round and round we go. So that's why I like homogenous communities, but it isn't for what people think. It's because I'm just sick of the fucking holidays and the fake riots and the parades. It's like, well, and the whole thing is, is with those smaller homogenous communities like that, those are nice because that's how you get these cultural differences. We aren't all supposed to be the same. It's nice. I have been to just about 
every religious ceremony you can imagine. And I don't pretend like I'm one of them. Like if I get invited to a Native American ceremony, I've been to a number of them. I don't pretend I'm them. I don't put on their dress. I go and I appreciate their culture and I appreciate the beauty of it. And I appreciate the similarities and the differences of it from my own. That doesn't. And then I celebrate mine. Right. My home. There's nothing wrong with that. We don't need to merge them together and make them all one one just completely pasteurized thing with no life. Yeah, well, I mean, you know? it's, it's, it's the same metaphor with milk. It's like homogeny destroys culture. It, they're telling you with the words, you know, you feel the culture. And so it's like the, everything's an inversion at this point. Diversity is our strength. Yes, right. diversity, allowing people to be them. Diversity doesn't mean a bunch of different shades of people all drinking Starbucks uh, with a mask on. Mm-hmm. That's in fact the exact opposite of diversity. Diversity means like, oh, this Mexican's playing the tuba and doing his thing, and this white this white dude in the mountains is fucking crushing alpacas. That's actual diversity. So if they, they meet, they can talk. If you don't have a difference, there is, it, like, skin color <laughs> is not diversity. Mm-hmm. That That's literally, there's nothing there. It's homogenized, it's boiled. Having the opposite effect, though, that's the good news. It's like, people are start. it's, it's crossed enough lines where people are like, there's no going back at this point. There's no putting the genie back in the fucking bottle. Yeah. Where we're like, oh, so you're telling me that diversity is covering all our kids' faces and having them stand six feet apart behind plexiglass at school, learning that, you know, all these wars were good. Like, that's diversity? Like, you're fucking insane, you know? And, and so I really think it's just a separation at this point. But fortunately, there's enough of us where I don't think they can really bully us very, I think, it's, it's much more like how they treat me now where they just pretend I never existed, which yeah. is great. I love that. Yeah, I, I think, I think what'll, what'll destroy people, and I'm using people loosely here, is literally they're going to put a wood chipper out in the middle of these smart cities and with a big sign that says, hey, if, if you want to participate in the wood chipper, please stick your hand in the wood chipper. And here's the dangers. Here's what's going to happen to you. You'll lose your hand. It'll really suck. And people are just going to do it. They're, they're, it, that's what's happening right now in smart cities. They're literally setting that up, and people are like, "Yes, yeah, oh, on my knees with a mask, butt plug, uh, pony fur fur unicorn costume." Okay, it, it's it, that's where it's going, and and they want it. All of this is by our consent. That's what's so beautiful about it. It's why I think God is is here because all I see around us is consent. These people are consenting to this. They want this. It's it's. Beautiful. I know it's so good to see, man. Because I used to think that they were going to be doing it to us. Right. And now that I see this, I can actually get really chill in my cockpit. Because it was like I always thought at any minute they were going to do something to me, and then I realized that isn't the game. Right. They don't get off. They don't win anything from that. And then I realized they is us with the evacuation. I'm like, ah, okay. Yep. And so every time you refuse the ticket, you actually get stronger and there's nothing they can do about it. Yep. They, they've been telling you with vampires the whole time. They're a bunch of life-sucking, leeching, worthless vampires that have no life of their own. And they need your permission to come in and take yours. Yep, exactly. They cannot enter your home if you're like, fuck off. You aren't, in, you aren't allowed. You're not cool. Yep. They can't take it. Dude, and laughter that the whole time. Right, and laughter is so deadly to them. That's why if anybody uh, talks shit about me in the future, you can tell them like, yeah, they kicked him off everything. You ever think about why would they go? What was he some sort of CIA agent? Was he a? Did he just kill a guy? It's like no, he's a comedian. Mm-hmm. Well, what's his criminal history? Nothing. Not even parking tickets. So what were they so fucking scared of? Why can you? Why can you have 
incest cartoon porn on Patreon, but not Owen, who didn't even post ever on Patreon. Because laughter guides you over the river sticks. You know, it's like, ha, 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 ha. It allows you to not, you know, whether or not right now you're like, we got to do something about black people or we got to do something about the statues. If you can laugh at Wayne Sexton, they don't get to suck on you. You're not a copper top. They don't, and, and that's why they're so, they hate me so much where it's like, Imagine someone, dude, you can crowdfund a fucking, a sex change for a kid on PayPal, but I can't tell jokes. Right. Like, really think about that. Like, what's, what are they so threatened of? And the reality is, because when men can sit around a campfire and laugh, there's nothing they can do. Mm. That, and there is no weapon against that, where it's like, ha ha, wait till Saxton. It's like, but aren't you fucking mad? You know, they'll throw out a Mason thing where, oh, George Floyd's brother's name was Mason and he had a tattoo and he did a porno. If you're like, that's all retarded. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, fuck. Because they need you to pick something and put your emotion into it yep. or else yep. they don't have any power. You know, whether you're you're super pro-Trump or, or he's the biggest failure in the world, they don't give a fuck. They just, mm. <laughs> just give it to me. If you just say Trump's hilarious, but he's kind of a retard, they're like, no, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's yep. This is just like on uh this is just like on American Gods where he's talking where he's talking about their worship when uh uh, uh Mr. World comes out uh, and is talking about their worship and he's like we don't care if they want smooth or spicy or chunky or hot or mild we just care that they want salsa and they only get it from us. Right. They're going to provide you all the flavors that you're willing to ask for. Just don't go to somebody else and get that salsa. Get it from us. Right, right. That's so true. And, and like a lot of Christians I noticed would start saying stuff like, oh, they're, they're so anti-Christian. They're, they're pre-. I'm like, but I don't think so. I'm like, I think they want to demoralize and sterilize. And if you're against that, that's a threat if you're not, it's not. I'm like, how many kids do you have, Christian? None. Why? Because I've been squirting. Well, do you hate yourself? Yes, I'm a racist. Rainbow flag. I'm like, you ain't a threat, dude. You can just say you're Christian. The the, the empowerment of Jesus was, he he was against Pharisee. He was not holding a Bible going, ah. You know, <laughs> he, he was the one saying, you know, be fruitful and multiply. And so if you live like Jesus, you are a threat to them. If you don't, you don't. I don't give a fuck what you call yourself. You can be a cardinal. You can be the pastor. If you're just sitting home waiting for them to approve of you to take your mask off, you ain't helping. You know, it's their plan is demoralize and sterilize. Yeah. Hate yourself and don't breathe. And they'll get that any way they can, whether it's sodomy or fucking racism or COVID, any way they can. And so that's a good way to look at it, you know? Yep. I don't think that, that it would be possible. I, I, I try and tell people this, but most of them don't know what the Council of Trent is. But the Council of Trent, the Nicene Creed, the Council of Nicaea, Jesus could not have walked into that building and been like, hey, y'all, I'm here to talk about God. That would not have fucking happened. There's no freaking way he would have made it. He would have been out of there in five minutes tops. It's it, People don't, don't see that. It's crazy. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, it's kind of like what you talk about belief versus knowing where they like, they cemented, you know, he was giving people energy and ways of crushing and they were just trying to like ice it and cement right, it right. and like, like, this is it. And that's, and I don't even know if you people do it intentionally. They're almost just like, I, I need something to hold on to. And, and that's not possible. You know, the parables and all this teaching is how to crush, like 
how to do it. And he's telling people, you're going to do better than me. He, it's literally in the Bible, like, go, you're going to do even better shit. And people are like, oh, I'm never worthy. I'm, it's yeah. like, no, he's telling you kingdom of God is in here and you're going to do even greater shit than I ever did. And people still will put him on the pedestal to ice him, to ice the message. And I find that as a Christian to be very infuriating because it's like, <clears throat> how do you think he felt about the Pharisee? Like, if you make his own words Pharisee, what do you think that does to him? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's why I find it to be very um, frustrating. Like, do you think Jesus would have quote uh, would have not gathered in his name for three months because of a nonsense virus? Like, really? You really think yes. that? I'm pretty sure you're not thinking about Jesus Christ. Right. You know? this, this is the best exemplified where you actually get to see this because Hollywood did it in the movie Dune, where where in the original Dune series, you know, Paul Atreides becomes the Messiah because, be, be, and takes over the world, changes it, gets rid of the evil empire. Well, then he, 20 years later, he is the evil empire and he himself recognizes all those same twists that happen right. as he's watching the psycho fans and the, the, the empty, uh, empty rituals and all the things that lost their meaning. And he's like, what is this? This is horrifying. Exactly. And he actually leaves and one goes out to the desert to just walk the desert and die. He's like, screw you people. <laughs> screw a tree. Screw, you know, and he's even throws out his old name. Screw Muad'Dib. Screw you people. You all screwed it up. You suck. And he rolls out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like the South Park did that where they were all taking down Walmart to support this local business. And then they burned it down and it showed real fast the local business just became Walmart and then they burned it down again. And they're like, <laughs> you know, unless you change your behavior, if it's yep. like, what got me into this mess? Because my, you know, I have kind of a weak dad. So I recognize that I kept like gravitating towards dudes and being like, are you my dad? And like, once I realized that it didn't, I didn't have it anymore. You know, where it's like, what, what keeps doing it? Like what, why, like what is the thing that makes people keep wanting to idolized and freeze and then fuck with and when people really get back to earth and like back to nutrition family you know being responsible for your own actions not watching the news all that shit you just don't get pulled into that vortex like you would you know mm -hmm. it's like if someone gives you great advice don't immediately be like you're here to save me right you know just be like thank you for that advice as you know people have to do it in their actions constantly Cause it's so easy to do that. I know, I know what that vortex feels like with like having a dad that's kind of like real, real weak and squirty where you're just like, you see a strong guy and you're like, will you give me fatherly advice? Yeah. And then you start realizing like, dude, I don't need, I, I just have to own this and just, you know, live my life because you're not helping that guy putting him on a pedestal. He's like, people do that to me all the time. My biggest fucking trolls are people that thought I could be their yeah. dad. Yep. And I'm like, I'm not your dad, dude. I'm, that's why I always am like, I'm a comedian and I'm fucked up. Okay, that's it. Like, always remember that I'm not a prophet. I'm a comedian, I'm fucked up, I'm not your dad. Because that way we can have a good relationship. If not, I'm, I'm you know, I'm fucked. And even when you are talking about the prophets, whether it's, it's Christ, whether it's Odin, Odin literally means the path. Christ is the path. You are supposed right. to walk that yourself. Quit listening to this nonsense of he carried me. Walk it yourself. You will right. you will gain the same strength and learn similar lessons 
and become your own person. That's yep. what they did. Yeah, and it's fractal. It's kind of like I want people to have their own homestead. I don't want people to come here and be like, give me, can I have your fruit? Carry me. I'm like, I taught you how to plant seeds. Yeah. It's like, can your kids be my kids? No. It's like fractal, expand fractally, you know, where it's like that. And you know, that's what Jesus wanted. You know, that's what, I don't know anything about Odin, but I'm guessing that's what Odin wanted, where it's like, you know, here's the path. It's not like carry me. It's like, this is the blueprint. This is how you get out of hell, you yeah. know? That's that's why I, I keep talking about the gifts of ball, even though people get mad. And, and I'll tell you why. It's because if you have someone that's telling you, here's how to do it, here's how to do it, here's how to do it, people are going to naturally go, show me how to do it, show me how to do it. But if you have this trickster, if you have someone comes oh. in and, and just makes your life difficult until you learn how to do it, suddenly you're not in that life of Brian where you're like, follow the gourd or follow the shoe. You're now in this, this right. thing. don't follow anybody, man. I don't know who the fuck is around here. I'm just going to fucking right. do what seems to work right. It's like, I don't know how <laughs> Jesus could have done it any other way without having this sort of trainer, this NASA, this deceiver, this Satan that's there to, to fuck shit up for us, to make us become Jesus, to make us stand in our own power like that. It's, I don't see any other way how it could happen, guys. Well, yeah, because God has to allow the, the trainer, the evil. Like, because if, if not, why would, that, why would evil even be here? You know, people always ask, why does God allow evil? Why does good thing happen? Why does bad things happen to good people? It's like, because if not, we're just like those people in fucking uh, the movie Wally, just right. like, you know, you have to be punched in order to learn vigilance. Like everything good in my life has come from extreme pain. Yep. <laughs> like, I agree. You, don't, you literally don't even understand that you don't like something until you experience it. Mm -hmm. At one point in time, every single person listening tried to put their hand in a fire. Literally, you're like. We all know that that's going to suck, but you didn't. And right. we couldn't convince you that it wouldn't until you did. And now you're like, nah, I am 100% yeah. sure I did not like that. Well, imagine <laughs> imagine being 80 years old and your entire life you've never touched fire. You, you've never done it. All you've done has been like, oh, don't you touch that fire. It's it's. I've heard it's written in the book of, of knowing. That the fire will blah, blah, you never fucking know. And you go to you go to bed, you go to, to your death, just not you haven't done shit. You haven't learned anything. It's a complete waste of space. And the, and the purity tests in the truth community sometimes can be so frustrating when they're like, Oh, and you used to be in Hollywood. I'm like and that's like saying, Oh, James used to be in the Navy. That mm -hmm. means he's working for the deep state. It's like maybe he knows shit you don't know. Right. Like for me, Hollywood, so many people don't understand it. They're like, they idolize them and they think everybody's eating babies. And I'm like, I'll, I'll explain it to you if you want to know. It's like, no, but you're one of them or you're not. And I'm like, dude, it's, it's, it's Ira. It's not, it's not what people think. It's that, oh, I'm squirting. Oh, Jesus, I hate you. Oh, fuck. I'm, you know, the pedophilia comes from control. It comes from a lack of control. It comes from an infantilization, a, it's not sexual. It can't be sexual. When you think about it, you're like, it can't be about sex. So what is it? Right. You know, it's it's these fractured boy men. These these like, because prepubescent sex, it's an impossibility that you your salt and your oil mm -hmm. naturally wants to procreate with something that isn't possible. So what is it? It's about control. It's about someone thinking you're God. It's about someone that that you can completely control and reinflict trauma that happened to you as a child. Okay, who's a group of people that does this? I don't know. Guys with their dicks cut off that are real short with real fucked up moms. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And then when you start seeing it, you know how to prevent it. 
you know how the best way to prevent pedophilia is not to just endlessly talk about it. It's to be a good dad. It's to, infl- you know, show strength in children, not leave children alone, not have these. Because they don't come in with a van and a gun. They come in with like, I'll make your kid a star. Mm. It's like, really? He'll be a star? Yeah, then everyone's going to love you. Yeah. And then the Ira gets him alone. I'm God. Don't you think it's big? It's big for a kid, right? Oh, Jaden. Yeah. It's yeah. all this fractured child it's the same reason they hate giants and that's why pedophilia in that community goes so hand in hand because it's like if you're that empty how do you feel big around a kid and it's crazy and once you see it it doesn't scare you like when you think oh it's just these like druid sacrificial things and they hold the baby no they're just real fucked up Mm -hmm. real fucked up people and it's all about idol worship and santa and so once, and if I explain that to people, it's like James with the Navy. It's like, they don't have a plan. They're empty. They're evacuated. Mm-hmm. They're procedure. The the biggest evil in the world isn't someone being like, I'm going to put landmines because I hate rice farmers. It's like, I'll do what I'm told. Yes. You know? Yes. Exactly. What, what and that, I, what and dude, you, you, I didn't know shit about the military like that until you explained that. I'm like, wow, really procedure is the evil. It's just like, that's, that's where it is. Just like in Hollywood, the pedophilia is the emptiness. It's the... It's the little man syndrome. Mm-hmm. And, and then when you see that, you're like, oh, I can beat this so easily. This is these are pathetic people. Well, that's why so, Hollywood it, paints that story of evil being a, a uh, this, you know, wearing the part, having the costume, having the fashion, because you won't pay attention that it's no, it's normal people evacuating. That 99.99999% of all evil is normal people evacuating. It's 0.0001% are the actual evil diabolical put the lotion on your skin or else you get the hose again it's it's there's a very small percentage of that what we really fear are the normal people that are just like i just feel better if you just put a mask on i would just feel better i think it's the right thing to do exactly the beautiful thing about this whole conversation is is how many times everybody all three of us have pointed out how very powerless they are how powerful you become by just stopping it just saying oh no i don't buy your shit you know you're not you're not having to go against it you're just saying no not buying it Mm -hmm. go ahead and walk on now this shows in every cosmology just like when uranus locked up the titans and threw them into tartarus to lock them up this is the etheric beings locking up the titan the salt beings they lose their own power in every single instance whether it's Uranus who gets who gets castrated by uh, uh, Kronos, he removes his genitals and he loses his own root power. Uh, when in heathen cosmology, the Asir lock up Fenrir and he bites off he bites off Tyr's sword arm, which is his masculine root power. Is so we're, uh, in every instance, these etheric beings that try and lock us down and control us, they don't have their own root power. They're having to steal yours. You're yeah, giving it to mm-hmm. them with your consent. That's your power. Quit giving it to them. Okay, I mean. Exactly. Yeah, and, and I had a great experience talking about Gibson Ball. Like, I thought for a little while I was going to be, like, assassinated. I was sitting on my porch with a gun, like, and then no one came. And I was like, how can no one? Because I was hearing all these stories of, like, everybody that goes against Hollywood or whatever they get come for. And dude, I was night scope on my porch, like, and then as time went on, I'm like, oh, that isn't how this works. And so 
that that horrible time in my life where I really was because I was getting trolled like emails like says sending my address and all this stuff and I was like come for me Gabork I am a Treyu you know and uh, <laughs> and then I realized it was bullshit I'm like that isn't how it works and then I start realizing it's about power and and Christian churchians try to fuck with me too like when I would be friends with someone like. Benjamin and they're like, oh, that isn't the way. I'm like, fuck you. You trying to control me too? Mm -hmm. And then they're like, no, that no, but Jesus is the way. I'm like, yeah, are you trying to control me? Right. And it just gets real weird. And they're like, don't you know Jesus is the way? I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, Jesus is my my spiritual guide on the path. So you're saying I can't be friends with someone that I resonate with? Are you and then they get real freaked out. They're like, no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm like, you trying to fucking control me? <laughs> just like, you trying like, to fuck me? I was a Christian for 25 years because the Catholic Church was so fucked up in my town. Like, I, 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 I'm not in this. I'm not a Christian because I'm not pursuing truth. Right. And there's so much truth in what Benjamin's saying. It's fractal. It's an unfolding of reality. And if people say, don't listen to that, that happens with Muslims a lot too. When I, I say, yeah. Yeah. you know, my Muslim friend says, you know, God is in charge, but tie your camel. I love that line. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and people are like, la, 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 la. I'm like, we get it. You watch Zionist media your whole life, dude. I hate to break it to you, but it wasn't Mohammed who told these people to kill Ariana Grande fans. Mm -hmm. Like, you fucking retard. It isn't the heathen farmer that's coming to kill your baby. It's you because you want to keep your cubicle job. You're going to do it yourself. Yep. And until you understand that, like, and then read the, like, read what Jesus said. It's like, you do it. You crush. You rise. You fucking... It's not about worship. And as soon as people worship people, they lose the whole, their whole root, you know? Yep. And it doesn't hurt us. You know, I used to think that we needed numbers. I'm like, man, we got to wake some people up and we're fucked. You don't. One man with God is the majority, mm -hmm. you know? And, and that's reality. Like Benjamin's not threatened. James is not threatened. Like you're like, dude, I know my root. The people that are fucked are the ones just like, I've been told today that I need to drink the poison. Right. <sighs> I know 16 dudes that are dead from opioids. There's no bullets in this war, dude. There's the mm -hmm. vector is despair. Yeah. And so when you see people with light in their eyes, they're, you know, that's reality. And the more people see this, the better, you know, cause the bears used to spiral. I, I'd like, you know, my internet had flicker and they'd be like, they got him, Missad finally got him. <laughs> and now they don't. Now they're like just chatting, like, oh, we lost connection. And I see that as one of the biggest wins I've ever seen in my life. Like people not constantly having a fear response. Yeah. Yeah, that's I that's such a profound statement Owen. A uh, 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 one man with God is a majority. That's I I heard you say that for the first time a couple days ago and it's it's stuck with me since. I'm I'm glad you said it here. It's it's so true, man. It's so true. I, I, I'm honored to be in this conversation. You two are just blowing me away and what you just said was just so spot on and perfect. It just Thanks. Damn it. Speaking of which, Benjamin, you almost died in a fire last night. Was that last night? Yeah, yeah, the, the night before. The night before. Yeah, we were coming back across, and finally at uh, at Reno, uh, you know, I've been uh, I, I, we've been driving and working for like three days straight. And at Reno, I gave we stopped off at a Motel Six because I don't travel without my dogs. And nice. uh, I, I woke up in the middle of the night, and I'm like, "What in the hell is that smell? Oh, that's horrifying." And I went over and I started checking things out. You bet the room right underneath me was on fire. You know? Yeah, and the fire alarms didn't go off. There was no fire alarms in our side of the building. Yeah. Would, how did it happen? Did you get to the bottom of it? Nope. Cops came and asked us even. 
And we're like, no, I, I was asleep, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> did you see anything? No, I, I smelled it. And then we got up and started leaving. <laughs> yeah, it's like, did the people in that room have information that could lead to the arrest of Hillary Clinton? Exactly. <laughs> that, that exactly how that went down. Yes. <laughs> Because well, those are the people that they do come for is the people that are in their world, like they're vying for their power, like they're yeah. in the pyramid, like the dudes outside the pyramid with goats. No one gives a fuck right. about us. And nothing's exactly. made happier than that. It, <laughs> you it, know, the higher they go, the more evacuated they are. Yep. I think at the very top of the pyramid, they're literally just like, like, there's nothing there, mm -hmm. you know? It's all upside down, man. It's all fucking upside down. I think you'd it's, have it's to be. It's just like the gang violence back in the day. So many people walked around afraid of gangs, but you know what? The gangs only messed with people in other gangs. If you were a non-gang member, you had nothing to do with it. You're just some smuck. They probably didn't bother you. Not at all. In fact, they definitely wouldn't because they understand the reality of prison. Well, the last thing you want is bodies on you that you don't need, you know? White collar is mergers and acquisitions. Gang is murders and executions. It's the same legalistic movements. You know, if you're like a gang member would be like, the last thing they want is a body of like a white guy that, that wasn't part of their shit. Mm -hmm. In fact, they're, they're like less likely to kill you than a Karen at the park having a fucking mental meltdown, you know? Like a lot of gang members I've known are some of the most rational people. Like they're just like, this is what we do. Mm -hmm. Basically it's an outlawed thing that they set up a corporation, they have to use violence, but the, and they transport the outlawed thing. Mm -hmm. And so they have codes and the higher up you go, the more they're like paranoid as fuck. But if you're not in that world, if you don't want what they have, they don't even see you. Mm -hmm. In fact, a lot of them are dying for a laugh. They would go to comedy clubs all the time, you know? And that's why I got to know a lot of these various types of people because the people that need a laugh are people in some of these fucking mobs and a lot of them aren't even black you know you got the armenians the russians you know albanians are tough as fuck and they're just like you made me laugh man here's a hundred dollars i'm like <laughs> fuck yeah because <laughs> they're so stressed out yeah you know like that going against the federal government is not fun you know if you're like doing contraband shit and that's my, all my, it. my favorite thing is is even when you're in the system these people pretend like they're not violent but every time you call the police to come do something because your neighbor was out doing something you didn't like and you get police to come, that's just you being the cowardly cunt and getting yeah. cops to come because you know that they're going to come with a gun. You know that if your neighbor disagrees, they're going to pull said gun and physically force the neighbor. And you are the one that wanted that. You are the one that caused that. So just yeah. because so you think because you didn't get your little hands dirty because a cop did it, you're somehow better than the gang member who, if he has a problem with his neighbor, will go over and te deal with it himself. In right. all actuality, because that dude has to get his own hands dirty, is less likely to be doing it over stupidity. Because exactly. you aren't getting your hands dirty, you're just feeling free to just be a Karen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's no there's no con. It's but the big con is come. The pro is you can have someone deal with shit and nothing can possibly happen to you. That's changing at such a fast pace where their little Karen call number is not answering. And when they do, they don't like these people anymore. A lot of cops I know, they want nothing to do with this drama, mm. nothing. They're like, <clears throat> they almost, it, there could be a real turn of events in the not so distant future where, like like when they had that, uh, that snitch line where they were snitching on everybody 
that didn't wear a mask, that all those names got released to the public. Yeah, that was great. You know, it's like a lot of people don't know feds and, and people in these agencies. A lot of them are normal dudes that are like, yeah. Fuck who these people are. Yeah, you know, a lot of these people got in because they wanted justice and then they realized it's about order. You know, I try to explain this to people. Cops aren't inflicting justice, it's only order. If you live in a, a population that wants you to go in jail because you grow a plant, they'll do it. Mm. If you live in a population that says they want to take a shit out of Wendy's and burn it, they'll do that. They, it's not about morality, it's just simply order. And when you understand that, you can deal with them so easily. They're like, okay, what does everyone in this community want from me? Mm. What will get the Karens to shut up? And 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 now they don't have pensions, they don't have gold. It's getting fucking wild out there. Yep. That's <laughs> Cops really- are quitting, they're like, this that's really astute because the, the more evacuated you become the more you're looking for morality inside your police force inside your government and it's never ever yeah. ever going to come from it's there. never there but no. but government will try and, and please you and it's not even really the government's like going out of the way to be fucked they're literally saying hey you guys want a salad bar we're gonna whatever it is you want to eat we're gonna put out here you, you want morality right. okay here's morality you know, here's here's and now we have a system in place so you can say that that we appeal to your morality. It's yeah, and the psychopathy of it is almost like the most the most logical line is psychotic, where they're like, "You guys want more money, you want jobs? Okay, we'll use Chinese slaves." Mm-hmm. You know, in mm-hmm. the '70s, and then they're like, "That's what you wanted." You know, it's almost like that, like highly autistic, like real go getter, where you're like, "I could really use a sandwich," and then. Two minutes later, they're like, here you go. Where'd you get that? I just killed that guy for it. <laughs> you know? And you're like, what the fuck did you just do? That They're like, that was the fastest way to get a sandwich. Yeah, but you wanted a sandwich. What, Dude, that's the government to a T. They're like, yeah. you guys want your currency strong. So every c- country that tries to compete with us, we've killed all of them. That's brilliant. And you're like, yeah. You're literally Dude. saying that government is the hardest worker out there ever, if you think about it. They're willing to kill, yes. steal, do, pedophile, whatever <laughs> it takes to give you what you want. That's fucking brilliant, man. You're right. Dude, it's like the free trade lie. It's almost like the best, the most efficient economy is so easy. Everyone's like, yeah, we want an efficient economy. What do we do? It's like break the family unit, make everyone work, and they have to travel through the world at all the time. Mm. Everyone's like... Ira, what have you done? <laughs> it's just like, it's, and then this is where the uh, conflict comes between the Iras and normal people, where they're like, genuinely, like, that's the best way to do it. You want it, you want the best workforce. You have both parents work. You have no bond with your children. You send them off to a school where they become better workers and you make it so labor mode. This is what people don't understand about free, free market. It's like, oh yeah, we get to have all the goods come in and, yeah, yeah, free market means same with labor, labor mobility. Mm-hmm. You want to ship the wood and the coat, yeah, yeah, and the people, and the people doing it. And so then we're, they're like, oh man, creation, build the wall. It's like, you fucking, you can't have this with a wall. Mm-hmm. Like you have to have the Mexicans come in and pick shit. You have to send people overseas. Without that, you're, you're looking at an equation of economics and one of the biggest factors is labor. Mm-hmm. So if your labor can't freely, you know, free market is bullshit. It's about the nation. You know, that's one thing that Adolfo Hitlerio got right and people don't want to admit it. It's like, you know, you have to close the borders and have your own labor force in your area or else the family will be absolutely decimated. More than any bomb will ever do, it's all debt. 
Wow. And then they're like, but I, I, I'm just trying to do what you said. It's like, Ira, you're a psychopath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's all it is. The government's free, free, free market only works as long as you're operating under the same morals. It's in a true free market, like you said, I, I, I if all of us say that $10 is the least that we're going to accept for cutting down trees, $10 per hour, some other dude can come in and say, yeah, I'm going to do it for five because I'm starving. Well, then all of a sudden, everybody's doing it for five. This is this is how this works. It free market only honestly works if everybody is operating on the same principles. And glass your tribal, like the best way to do it is tribal, where it's like you have, and it's called bigotry. Like you have to be able to say, well, I'm going to employ my neighbor, my community member over a you know a face tattoo Guatemalan, and people go, well, how dare you? It's like he's going to do it for two dollars. My friend does it for twenty dollars. It's like there's no families anymore if we just run to the bottom. Yeah. And it's exploitive as shit. It's exploiting the Guatemalans. Exploiting everybody. Mm-hmm. Right, because you know, now you need a starving people. You have to have a starving yeah, people. Exactly. You're not going to get that $2 worker. Yeah. That's why they bomb. That's one of the benefits of bombing all these countries. It's got like eight results. So you take out the currency threat, the, no more dinar. And then you have all these unstable, broken people that will get on a ship and work for nothing. Right. It's like it's creating slaves. And, and when people call people like us immoral, I'm like, no, no, no. It's like those people are contributing to the engine of all the slavery in the world. It's like, okay, you want free shit, you want cheap stuff. And now China's getting so much money that they're a big threat. It's like, well, that's what happens when you use their slave labor long enough. Eventually they're going to save money, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it feels like it feels like our, our two countries have been secretly merging anyway underneath the scenes for like 30 years, you know, with the buying our bonds and then us using their labor all our factories over there it's basically like yeah we're gonna hook up we don't give a shit what you guys think this is the way to do yeah. it because there's an international mafia that's interested and in, and we we like their numbers you know we, we like what they're putting down so totally exactly and the and this is a mafia it's just the gayest mafia ever they're not like they're all about squirting you know they don't care if you don't engage they don't get like they're little squirty people mm-hmm. like it's not like 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 um uh, gangs on the street have to defend a corner. They're very masculine. You know, they're like, my corner, you know. These squirties are calculator guys. And unless there's a reason to inflict violence on you, they don't They don't even see you. They literally think you're retarded. Yep. I'm so happy that they think I'm a failure. Like, uh, the have been on Benjamin, I'm like, yes. If they saw me as a threat, my life would be a lot more awful. You know, I'm so glad they don't care about me anymore. Well, that's what <laughs> don't, don't realize that you're still a bear. Yeah, yeah, if, exactly. If they want to do violence to you, it takes them like 80 years because they have to infiltrate and start suggesting sodomy slowly, and then like in 80 years, maybe you'll hit each other. Then they're like, ah, we got you. I mean, this is so fucking <laughs> whack. Seriously, it's like the longest wind-up punch in the world. You know. <laughs> But it's yeah, brutal. Like these little dudes where it's like, all right, we got to hit this guy back. What do we do? It's like, okay, it's going to take two centuries. Right. Butt pumping. And everyone's like, what? It's like, I'm telling you, we're going to have a, a conga line that's a sodomy train. They're going to love it. They're going to fucking love it. I'm telling you, you just have to wait. Just just wait. <laughs> do you that's think a long game. Yep. Do you think some live a long time or do you think they just do it intergenerationally? Do you think there's any of them that are like, they, 
Like someone that was around in 1913 that's finally like, yes! <laughs> I, I, I think that they are, the reason that we lose our memory when we recycle, when we, uh, when we don't make it out of the sphere and we recycle, right. is because our oil and our salt separate. And the oil rises and leaves before the salt degrades and, and is released. So that oil, your your essence merges with a different salt, and you try again. So wow. that's a different salt set that you're inside now. It's not the same one. You don't get to just continue on like, oh yeah, I remember all that crap I learned last time, and I'm going to carry that with me. No, you've got to go through the test again to try and open it up again. I think that they have figured out a way to bypass this, similar to like the the Buddhists where they will go find the Buddha again. Right, right. I think that they have figured out a way to control this. It, 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 maybe not fully, but at least to a, a, a real meaningful manner to where they are experiencing the fruits of their own labors from 200 years ago. What, yeah. they just use the same oil and salt somehow? Yeah, that they just, they have figured out how to not uh, where most of us, when we die, our oil separates and leaves and goes and falls somewhere else and recombines with different salts. I think that they have figured out how to keep it together. That's so they always yeah. are being reborn into the same family, into the Whoa. same position. That would, wouldn't that mean, yeah. Benjamin, that, that it's not actually a death, that they would have to have a ceremony of, of Westing? I'm thinking about Kissinger. I'm thinking about Rockefeller. These guys have lived 102, 101 years old. They're always dying on official holidays. And it's like if you were to really want to preserve both of those, you couldn't just naturally die, right? Wouldn't you have to have right. like something? I don't know. Any thoughts on that? It's it, it gets very interesting because the only thing that's truly degrading in you is the carbon body, your carbon, water and cellular material, your oil and your salts. They're good. And so and there that's the eternal parts that are always going to be you. Like when I release a plant and I have that salt, that salt is from the plant, the lavender plant salt. This is lavender oil. The carbon, that's carbon. I know I know that's not tied to the lavender in any way. So I think that they're able to bypass that and keep coming back into the same line so they aren't separating their oil and their salt like we are. Wow. I, they, also, they also aren't becoming the epitome, though, is the key here, because they keep having to redo it, too, where Odin or Yeshua actually merged their salt and their oil as one and sacrificed their, their selves and became that thing. So they're no longer being reborn at all. Their salt and their oil is now one thing. They have become the beats. So these guys, I think, are basically, this is part of why they need to control this plane. They need their masters of this plane. They aren't even talking about hell. It's not even the devil that's the problem. They want to control this plane, the carbon plane. They want to X out the aether plane, X out the salt plane, and become the gods of the carbon plane where they can just keep. And, the, and at that point, if I knew how to keep my carbon, my, my salt and my oil together, all I'm doing is replacing carbon every time I get a new body. That's just the carbon body. Dude, as that's so intense. I know, right? Dude, what? 
what happens to your oil? Like, what, what do you what do you think happens upon death if you're not doing a recycle? Like, what do you think happens? I think that if the first thing that leaves is your is your your uh, energy charge, your fifth element. Your energy charge leaves, and you you immediately become lighter, 21 grams lighter, because there's an electrical charge that leaves. Then your oil leaves, just like in a plant. Your your three levels of oil will dry out and leave, and then eventually this the your body crumples down and the carbon degrades and the salt gets released. Now I think that part of uh, the trick that we're having, where we've lost so much of our power, is in the last couple hundred years, rather than when our salts released, almost every culture would burn the bodies. And that immediately releases those salts back into the earth, and now they're getting recycled and reused. We're instead taking our salt, our hard memories, we're locking it into a coffin, filling that sucker with cement, put you know, filling the body with uh, embalming fluid to make sure it doesn't degrade. So we went from immediately releasing the salts to locking them up in a box. Your essence has been released and your salts have been locked and stored away, never to be seen again. So so you think uh, um, cremation's better for that? Absolutely. And Absolutely. Do you think you, do you keep your memories, you think? Yes, I, I, I think you do. We just haven't learned how to access them. And that's why Odin, when he opened up his, his Godhead, his all-seeing eye, he took it out and threw it down the well in order to regain his wisdom that's that ancestral salt memory that's been riding in your system since your very first ancestor that's that's a thousand years of living on this planet of having experienced this all waiting to open up could you imagine if you had lived ten thousand years how different you would act right now right. the things that you would know like different. oh god the earth cycles oh the the, the strong no, that happens every 2,500 years. I've seen it six right. times. Right. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, so you think there are people that have the memories of all this on the on the Earth right now? Yep, absolutely. Is this and do you think everyone can access it? What's that? Do you think everyone has an ability of accessing that uh, genetic line? I, I believe everyone has the ability, although on the same token, I believe 99.9 .9 infinity will not. Right. I, we all have it. Right. We just will not do it. Most people are going to come here, live out their simple life, never go through the extreme sacrifice it takes to access that. When, 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 whether we're talking about when Yeshua did it, he, he allowed himself to, to be, uh, carry a cross. He went through so much pain that he was, he was sweating blood, you know, and crying blood. Like he was in so much insane pain. Odin hung on a tree for nine days. And this is, we're talking about extreme sacrifice you're willing to go through in order to open that up. And most people, we can't hardly get up. They get too uncomfortable when the room temperature changes by two degrees. Jesus right. Christ, Karen, did somebody turn off the air conditioner? Is it 73 in here? So those extreme tra traumatic events can help release salt, like uh, release your your spirit. Open, open you up. You betcha. This is uh, if you ever go and I am not at all advocating this, but if you look at dark shamanism, 
this is where they took kids that they thought were uh, had great potential to become a prophet, mm-hmm. and then they tortured the shit out of them. They put them through every kind of horrifying torture you can imagine, and it either kills them or it cracks the nut and they become a prophet. Dude, because I read somewhere that the Pope, there was a Pope that, that I think they might do this to Popes. The Black like, Pope? What's that? The Black, the black Pope? Yeah, they like hit him in the head with a hammer and they say a spell and it's like made out of silver. Yeah, there's like some weird, that's like some real shit. You know, that's why yep. when, if a Catholic wants to be like, oh, how dare you, how dare I think the popes, they put, I think they might put that through, they might be trying to do that almost like the, uh, what they do with the, with the Buddhas or whatever, where they're trying to keep the Pope flying going because they really did that. They circle them and they hit him in the head with a hammer. Wow. And it's like, what? <laughs> Sounds like Rasputin. It reminds me of Rasputin, and uh, very much so. And there's very also a, there's also a Native American sun dance, a, a literal ritual, very much like this, where you attach yourself to a maypole with like eagle talons on strings, and you're just like hanging there for a, a while until you finally remove it. You, but it's you, the same. you actually have to rip it out yourself yeah. by pulling yourself backwards. That's the uh, Lakota. Yeah, um, one secretion. of my, my one of my grandkids is a Lakota. Uh, and they have to actually rip it out, and it's really disturbing. Sometimes you'd be shocked how far the skin on your chest will stretch. Some of these people have this thing, and it's pulled out to here, and it's your skin being held by an eagle talon until it rips. It's like, so funny, In the movie The House Bunny that I was in, I, there was a scene where I was bare chest. It was fake, fake skin, though, and the cat stuck to my... My chest, I pulled the cat out, and all my skin went. It was like I was the butler of the Playboy Mansion in that Sailor movie. And looking back, I'm like, were they doing some sort of weird Kabbalist? Because <laughs> they, they have an animal on me, and I pull it out, and it's Anna Ferris's cat. And he's, he's, the cat's fucking claws are in my skin. And looking back, I'm like, what the fuck did I do? Like, what was that? You know, if that's, that's a Lakota thing that's that's really trippy for me because i had to go get a fake chest and work with a cat <laughs> so crazy. Crazy. yeah man there's so many weird parallels between native american ritual and uh yeshua odin all this stuff it's it's really really profound How, but they're different but they're still the same it's it's but the same really meaning trippy. you just gotta yeah. get down to the mechanics of it yeah you alchemically they're the same the yeah yeah the, the the results are the same just just the feathers and the color and the paint is different you know but everything which is, else which is, is the what same. makes sense that's the regional beauty of these isolated tribes that we like we've been talking about mm-hmm. it's uh, we can beautifully appreciate that they're doing getting the same result oh that's how you do it that's awesome <laughs> i'm still doing it my way would you say right, that? Oh would you say the Osiris ritual, Benjamin, is 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 uh, a similar kind of thing? Like for seventy days, the body's embalmed, the organs are kept separate. I'm assuming that's a salt thing where they're preserving the salt yep. for seventy it days. Is. That's a long Absolutely. ass fucking time. It, it, and, and then very interesting. Then still, the penis is kept completely separate, and it's still receiving its salt power from that. So they've isolated that out, and they're taking advantage of that. You know, it's very interesting. And the rest of him isn't even there to apply to it. All they've done is stolen his root, stolen his self-power. Is all this shit? Do you think they're stealing everybody's salt? A hundred percent. They are absolutely doing that. That's That's so intense. They're just they're they're snipping it. They're snipping this. 
That's crazy. Yeah, it's almost like they're getting, they're gathering. There's this movie about the ultimate perfume where there, it, it came from the skin. And it, I don't even know enough about the movie, but he ended up becoming a serial killer because he was taking the essence of the skin. And it would, the smell would make people lose their minds. And then when, when he died, when he died, he, he let everyone eat him and he was finally happy. But um, um, that's, it's so intense to think about all this, like circumcision is like a gathering of power. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. And it's all about consent. You know, and the very people that will get mad at people like us for having these cross cosmological discussions are the ones that don't want to know this shit. Mm -hmm. They're just like, la, 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 la. It's like, because when you see the algorithms, when you see the patterns, you're like, oh, there, there's some shit going on here. They don't want to think that they gave up their, their kids' dicks to a yeah. grab war for power, you know? Yeah, that's why I said yeah. I said what I said earlier about it. it's not even keeping your nose clean as much as it's so important that you own your failures. You own your right. sins like that, you know, where you I can look at that. sex, too. I, I like when I was uh, in my 20s as a somewhat famous touring, touring comic, I had sex with a lot of women. And so it's like now that I'm anti-porn and squirting, I just have to own that shit and be mm -hmm. like, the reason I know that is because I was part of that world. And it was always like a, a drive to emptiness. You know, it's almost like, almost like looking back, it's almost like I've never been in a rehab. It almost seems like a rehab where it's like, you're lonely, I'm lonely. You want to just like feel something, <laughs> you know? And then later you're like, just, and then people are like, oh, who are you to say that? You've been with a lot of women. I'm like, that's why I can say it. Yeah. Because I know. I, I have put my hand in the fire. It yeah. sucked. <laughs> Right, right, and it and it, I know how to t explain it to people. It, it like it's fun at the time, and it it's, feels good and stuff. But in the end, it, it's it's taking from you. It's always draining, and so it, it, it's slow at first, and you think you're doing great, and you think it's awesome, and then slowly you realize that you have no root. You know, you're just a dude who squirt a lot. Like your your salt is gone, yep. scattered all over the world. <laughs> yep, love it. Yeah, I it's encourage. So interesting, man. And again, they put so much pride in that, like tons of sex partners. And and I don't know, it, it has to have a plan. Does someone plan this shit or is this just how the world unfolds? Because it seems so devious. Mm. Where it's like, look at this stud with all these women. And everybody's like, great, look at him go. And it's like, you're literally just scattering your power. And it's almost perfectly designed to take away masculinity. To make, make people think that masculinity is just having sterile sex with people that don't love you. Right. You know, crazy. I agree. 100%. Yeah, you're more manly than the men who are actually saving their power, raising their children, doing all the true things a man should do, being responsible, being something. Like, yeah, and it's but, also vampiric. It's vampiric like, because the woman, it's not good for women to be with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So there has to be, there is an element of like, you're wasting women's time. You're like breaking their bonding ability. You know, there's a vampiric nature to it. And to get out of that, you have to admit that, that you weren't liberating women. You know, you were wasting their time. You're wasting their, their, their maternal bonding ability. They're bonding with a partner. You know, it's so nefarious how, how easy it is to slip into that shit, you know, and being a real man is loving a like being next to her as she's pregnant, crushing every day, not, running around getting adulation for from other women like that means you're evacuated it's like you need another woman to tell you how attractive you are or else you don't exist what does that sound like it sounds like the zeitgeist mm -hmm. you know 100 percent. well if you're evacuated I really hate to do, 
I really hate to do this, but I have got to go. I've got a property over in Humboldt I'm going to look at. And nice, bro. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you guys about that. Yeah, I got, it's 40 acres that's got a nice river running through it and the head of a spring in it. And I will be sending pictures later. Nice, but man. I've got a. I've got to go because it's like two and a half hours away. Yeah, and, right, cool. and Owen, we ran over your stream too. I'm really appreciate it. Uh, Benjamin. Of course, this is great. Yeah, th thanks a lot for being here, buddy. I appreciate it. Um, Can we please do this again? You yeah, guys? Cool. I love it. Wow, you guys are like my heroes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can, dude, you can, you can uh, hand shear an alpaca, which is the craziest thing I've ever heard. So feelings mutual. That's right. Love nothing, it. nothing about the Benjamin. I mean, all about the Benjamins today. I appreciate both you guys. Um, I'll go ahead. Uh, uh, Owen, man, you gave up your stream today for us. Thank you. Um, everyone, sacrifice, bro. That's what sacrifice is. I, I feel it. I've, I've never had anyone. I've never had more than 700 people watching me. And right now there's 1.9. Thanks. To, thanks to all the people going, where the fuck's Owen? Oh, he's over on James's channel. So love it. No, it's my pleasure. Well, thank Man, you so it, much. It, it's such an honor to talk to both you guys. Just wow. Well, I, I wow. agree. I agree totally. So uh, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for being here. Uh, thanks for all Later, of Later, guys. Yeah. Take care. Peace. All right. Bye, guys. I'm going to uh, let's see. We'll close off this. Close off. Love you, James. Love you too, Ben. Appreciate it, buddy. I will talk to you. I will talk to you after I look at my after I look at this property. I'm right? looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. You you will be getting pictures. You know. All right, this. cool, man. Take care. All right. Um. All right, guys. That was a a long a long stream, and it was awesome. And thanks for joining me. Um. I wanted you to know that uh, I have no idea if you're on YouTube and you're able to see this. It's one of the reasons why D Live is a good idea. That way, you've got a backup. Um, but I've been recording this whole thing, so I'll definitely be uh, distributing the recording later. And uh, have yourself a beautiful, awesome Saturday. And uh, thanks for joining me all week. It's been it's been a real pleasure. So uh, yeah, keep crushing, and uh, we'll see you on the other side. Thanks, guys.